You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. The year is 3129. Mankind is adrift in the stars. Giant spaceships hurdle the last of humanity towards their destiny, whatever it may be. Only one thing can keep them going and power these great ships will feed the minds and spirits of these people. And that is the last brewing company to survive in the future, Circle Brewing. So great was their product that they indeed became the legendary Earth Brewers. But, you know, it's right now, 2018, or maybe 2019, depending on when you're listening to this. And you can get Circle Brewing right by going into Austin, by stopping into their uh, brewery on Breaker Lane. Or you can get it in convenience stores where there's all sorts of good stuff. Uh Martin, you're from the future. What do you think? Well, I tell you, Austin is a city with no shortage of breweries, but this is some of the best I've ever had. Well, there you go. You, you can't ask somebody who's going to give you a truer thing about beer than Mr. Martin Thomas because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> Alright guys, it's time. It's time to predict the winners for this year's Academy Awards. Um, I have absolutely no idea who's going to win some of these categories. <laughs> I, You know what? It's weird. I thought last year was hard to predict. No, this year is hard to predict, I would say. Be- because last year there were like two in every single category. You were like, it could be this one, it could be this one, it could be three billboards, it could be Shave of Water, it could be Alice and Janney, it could be um, Mom from Ladybird, whose name I'm forgetting. Greta this Gerwig. Year- Gre- oh, no. No. That was the... Re- yeah. Bleh, sorry. But this year, all all the nominees could win, because nothing means anything. Yeah. By the way, it's Laurie Metcalf. Metcalf yeah, yeah, Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. Laurie Metcalf. I'm yeah. stupid. Yeah. No, but... Uh, yeah, so we're just going to give it a good old college try, seeing that most of us are in college anyways. <laughs> um, but, uh, hey, what's up? Damn kids and your thoughts. Oh, I'm sorry, old man. Do you want to tell us what you think, you with your, all <laughs> yeah. your wisdom? Yeah, old motherfucker. <laughs> Back in my day, an Oscar movie had a song and dance in it. <laughs> Brad, Brad just talks for an hour about how the mule was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, if you go by what Lorenzo said, he liked the mule. Well, no, actually, he didn't see the mule. So, t- fair enough. He, he liked the music from the mule. Yeah. So. <laughs> the music, if you will. <laughs> Get the fuck oh, out. God. We're cutting this podcast short. Hey, guys. In the canceled. award. The show's canceled. Bye. And the Damn. award for worst pun goes to Davey. <laughs> Which, to be fair, that is a very prestigious award on this website. <laughs> to make a pun so epically awful. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, hey, I am Justin Zarian, your regular host for the show and on many shows. Uh, Over here, we got Shaquille Lambert. How are you doing? I'm good resenting (laughs) joining this call now because that shit he has fun. (laughs) (laughs) You you knew the rules of the game before you joined, man. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Over here, we got London Viavong. How are you doing? I'm good. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Excellent. We got Davy Peppers over here. Missed you, buddy. It's been a while. I enjoy making other people's days worse. <laughs> uh, you're such a cash dang hipster. Uh, anyway, um, and then we also got Bradley Martin. Hello. Got my clipboard. 
My Oscar categories. <laughs> all got a freaking clipboard? <laughs> yeah, no, no he's I have got, a, he's got a stone a tablet that he's chiseled the nominees into. <laughs> <laughs> that way, it's in stone, and and my word is my you know bond. So <laughs> to the twenty-four Oscar commandments. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt when, nominate. <laughs> when, when they went from twenty-four to twenty, he like chipped a bit off. He was like, "Oh, this tablet's so much easier to carry around." And then they added twenty-four, so he's just got like a separate stone that he has carried around with the other four on him. No, you, I, I tablet the front and the back, you know. With the <laughs> got a lanyard so I don't lose my stone pick. It's, I'm ready for this. <laughs> heavier than a rapper's chain. <laughs> I like the idea of this, like, like those basic ass like film festival lanyards that are so thin, and he's just got a fucking pickaxe in his head. Well, on the ninety first Oscar Comedy Hour, <laughs> we... <laughs> Listen, well, there's no host for the, the main show. We got to make up for it. Which you know, gosh, I. I am mostly excited to see how much this ceremony is going to be a huge disaster. I mean, I can't guarantee that. There's no proof it will be. I'm just saying it's not a good sign when you have literally no one willing to host or even show up for most of those cases, you know? Just... My whole thing is why – how is it still going to be three hours if there's no host? Is it just – like, I know there's the musical numbers and everything, which is fine. But, like, montages? Like, what's the deal? Well, here's the thing. The easy way, I've always said, the easy way to cut down the time is cut out the montages, cut out the best picture prediction stuff. I mean, the best picture things. Like, we know what's nominated for best picture. You don't need to remind us over and over again. Like a full scene of the movie. Yeah, seriously. That would shave off a good 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes of time just by cutting out that part, you know? There's, there's lot, you know, it's like balancing the budget. There's lots of little things we can do to try and chip away all the, you know, the excess waste, you know? It's just... That, then they go like, oh, no, no, no. Clearly what you need to do is not give out awards to certain people. So I'm just no, like... No, you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> which, you know, since the time of the last recording, for people who are aware, it's like, hey, wait a minute. How come the last recording did have current news? Well, we recorded that one a few days earlier, and they are showing all 24 categories this year. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, because they realize, hey, like, it's kind of shitty how, like, the best news have been removing the changes that they plan to do. <laughs> I mean, they could not get a break this year. Popular film category, cutting out the songs, cutting out certain um, present presentations of certain awards. They <laughs> Kevin Hart, remember that? Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, yeah. At this point, that's such a minor footnote. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It's like when Kevin Hart's the least of your problems, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's which is the act- which is my actual review of most Kevin Hart films. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the no. backlash against him being the upside still did incredibly he's the, well. The thing so. is, he's weirdly the best part of the upside. <laughs> like, don't you, that, I don't even mean that as like a backhanded thing. He's pretty good at it. No, Are you I guys going to make funny. me watch the upside? Yes. <laughs> God, damn I mean, it. you could just watch the Untouchables, but you know. Yeah, there you go. I told you I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now that we were not recording when I talked about not being able to read, so for those at home, I was making He's a stupid motherfucker, read. that's what he's trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> and, he also, and because, he on also the other bashed. hand, London over here is an avid reader, because, London, you read all the nominated scripts, right? Uh, 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 I missed three. Uh, can oh. you forgive me? Green Book and um, uh, Black Klansman. But... So you lied to us, okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
before I, I was talking before, uh, Davey had bashed me about reading, so I want to comment. <laughs> we got 24 <laughs> categories to go through. We got to cut through this. All right, all right. Yeah, no, okay, I mean, sorry. There's not really any other news stories other than that. I just wanted to make sure we covered our bases with, like, hey, yeah, all 24. We're in the final shot. stretch. <laughs> yep. So uh, I got my list here because I have a post already for when we post this uh, recording to actually show my official nomination predictions, and I can add anyone else's on there if you'd like as well. Uh, but anyway, we're going to talk, you know what, let's just start at the very bottom, and I, I mean, okay, I say bottom not to just totally degrade this category, but we'll start with the shorts, because they're the easiest to just We don't give a fuck about y'all, that's what you say. Well, I mean, <laughs> Live Action Short was one of the ones on the chopping block for this year's telecast, and they brought it back, so, <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about- what y'all said, is it like the most depressing list, maybe in Oscar history, like every single one of these shorts was super depressing? London, Brad? Four out of five. Some of the well, one of them had a tinge of hope to them. A tinge, because <laughs> you don't know like, if the little that's boy's how you say dead a tinge or of not. There's parsley. that hope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know, hope is pushing it. Probably like it's bittersweet. It's kind of like oh yeah, it, it's okay. I, I yeah. don't feel like I hate humanity afterwards. You know. Well, because also I remember now, Davey actually saw the shorts. He just wasn't able to make it onto the recording day, right? Yeah, I, I watched I watched the live action and animated shorts. Awesome. So I'm actually very curious to hear what you have to say since we know pretty much London and Brad's picks. Which, by the way, um, let's start with London. Who is like you know? Obviously, we can do this either. You say what you think absolutely will win, or if you have a will win and a should win. But London, what is your top pick for who should win the live action short? I mean, it, it's actually both. It's going to be Marguerite because Marguerite. I, I just think that the I mean, I was going to say detainment, but detainment has too much backlash. So I'm I'm just going to go stick with just Margaret all the way. Yeah, which, uh, um, Shaq, did you actually listen to the uh, recording we did for the short films? I have not. I haven't uh, yet. Okay, so um, for just the general, just for anyone else who hasn't listened to that either, uh, Marguerite is, I believe, about a woman with an, um, uh, uh, an assistant who is openly gay, and she reflects on her own, like, suppressed homosexuality and kind of coming to terms with how history and blah, blah, blah kind of stuff, right, London gotcha. Brad? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the yeah, story that's, that's the least one that you want to kill yourself afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's disclaimer yeah shorts, everybody indeed and then bradley um i think the should and would match up with marguerite excellent uh davy i i'm i'm gonna agree i'm a little afraid the detainment will win because it's the only short that has a lot of like news around it it's the one that people are like oh god have you seen detainment um and that kind of scares me, um, but like London was saying, I think the backlash kind of makes that not super likely. Yeah, no, Marguerite's the only one that is nice and not sad. So what? What is detainment? As someone who doesn't know what it is, uh, detainment is actually. J Justin, go. You'll be less angry. <laughs> so basically, from what Brad and London told me, detainment it involves an actual case that happened in England where these two ten-year-old kids are involved with a murder. And it's pretty much an interrogation scene between, you know, the cops and the kids trying to get the truth of the information of what happened. Yeah, the murder of a baby, essentially. Oh, baby James. Jesus! Yeah. yeah, and that's the problem is that the controversy is because they technically didn't get the approval of the families to talk about that in the video in the movie, so they pretty much just made the movie without their permission. Wow. <laughs> supposedly the script is verbatim from police interviews, so that makes it even... Oh, oh Jesus it's... Christ! <laughs> <laughs> the ones yeah. that they could get, because some of them were the court refused to release. 
Yeah, because apparently there'd be pretty uh, damning information or pretty sensitive information being revealed. So, yo, that's wild as hell! Oh my god! Yeah, when a yeah. country's justice system is fighting against the movie, it's. Uh, but unfortunately, that yeah. also may make some people want to watch it. Because I mean, I remember when you say like, "Oh, that's the only people have heard about, so they'll vote for it." That was exactly what I felt what happened that year. The phone call one. Because do you remember that the- um, that short film? I really like the phone call. Yeah, but the reason I think people knew it won is because the team behind the phone call, when the nominations were announced, posted a video of them reacting to their nomination, and they were the only one to do so that year. It's like, oh, so I know what that thing is because the marketing, yeah, yeah, exactly. So also Sally Hawkins. Well, that too because I had recognized the Sally Hawkins is amazing. Yeah, she's a saint. But then, um, uh, Shaq, you know, us being the ones who have not seen all the short films, what was that? I couldn't hear you. Oh, sorry, I was just saying, but since we're both the ones who haven't seen the short films, who are you going to pick, you know, throw in the dartboard on the live-action shorts? Because y'all have it for Marguerite, I'll just put Marguerite. <laughs> and that's exactly what I picked, too, so it's across the board. <laughs> I have zero dogs in this fight. Now, to be fair, the Gold Derby actually has Marguerite at first in the Vegas odds, too, so. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it seems like that one, I mean, especially because, you know, it's a topical subject, it's the least depressing of, of the short films, it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty good medium length, too, compared to the other ones, because the tame, it's like 30, 40 minutes, isn't it? Or... Jesus. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure it was 18 hours long. <laughs> it felt like it. Yeah. yeah, we're actually still watching it right now. <laughs> watching on my that, tablet that's the, right the now. real detainment is sitting through the movie <laughs> <laughs> yep alright so that's our lock for what we think is best live action short now we go to documentary short uh, you know what let's see London why don't you start again which one do you feel should be the winner of this or will will or should be Um, I think should be would be period and a, and a sentence but uh, I think what will win is uh, Lifeboat Awesome. Uh, and then for Shaq, for you don't know, um, Peer Defended Sentence involves the movement to get feminine hygiene products in India. Oh, and, shit. Yeah, and then Lifeboat is about um, this German nonprofit group helping immigrants out in, on the open seas. So Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Bradley? Um, I think Lifeboat's going to take this one as well. I think that would be amazing, though, if period end of sentence one and it kind of revitalized the whole, hey, maybe information over the utter sadness and death and shocking horrors of the world. You know? <laughs> so again, it's like the least yeah, depressing topic I, of the ones nominated, too. So yeah, and it was so well done as well. And but I'm going with Lifeboat on this. All right, Davey. So from- all documentaries were, I want to say, pretty great. So awesome. Now, Davey, what do you think? I did not have the emotional fortitude to watch the documentary shorts. <laughs> did the live action shorts beat you that hard? Yes. <laughs> well, start with all right, table. college try. What would you say, just based on the look at the list here? Um, I don't. I don't want to disagree with anyone, so I'm going to say that that film Lifeboat that was like totally great. Um, yeah. <laughs> that movie that you totally saw, yeah. Yeah, I totally saw it. The, there's the guy, and he's on the lifeboat, like, shit. Yeah, you know, that wow, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that old, that old Alfred Hitchcock up. movie, Lifeboat. I just, you know, you know what surprised me is when the Kraken showed up. I'm like, this is the first yeah. time I've ever filmed a live Kraken. <laughs> Dude's got ice water in his veins, too. He's like, oh, look, there's the Kraken. I'm just going to turn over here. And apparently Johnny Depp was on boat, too, so that didn't help much either. Kraken, Kraken showed up. <laughs> It'll sink its chances. Uh, hey. uh, I got to leave this fucking damn thing. <laughs> and a, a runner-up for worst 
Jack, I mean, just based on your, you know, again, our uneducated thoughts, what do you think about best documentary short? Lifeboat. <laughs> Lifeboat all the way. You know, I'm actually going to be the naysayer here. I think period event end of sentence should win. You know why? I think, yeah, you know, I think it should, I think period should win. Uh, and Lightboat will probably win. Well, you know why I say it's going to, it will win also? Because it's why? the catchiest title. You know, that's exactly. That's who, I like that. I like that title. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Last year, when uh, Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405 one, that's because it had the catchiest freaking title of all the bunch. Well, that so. Is. <laughs> that is a good title. I can see a bunch of people voting, reading that title, and being like, oh, the process of writing clearly is what. That's what I thought it was until I actually saw a bit of the movie. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> yeah. not what it's about at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'll be awesome if it does win, though. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, too. animated short. You know what? Is there going to be any question that I think we know what the winner of this category is going to be? No. Bow. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Davey? It's going to be bow. It should be one small step, but it's going to be bow. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. That's what I think. Hey! Yeah. No, I actually have uh, one agree. small step that's with my awesome. runner-up. So. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, I think bow's going to win, but... I want the people who win for Bow to walk up there with the most arrogant. They won't, you know, because artists and uh, creators usually don't have, uh, at least for short films, that behavior. But I just want them to walk up there for her to approach the mic and be like, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. You know what? Actually, <laughs> I think that'd be amazing. I think that happened one year during one of the short ones where the dude pretty much like just like, huh, man, you get so tired of winning these awards. I'm just like, dude, <laughs> you're just being a Damn. dick now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he was for Pixar, but he was another guy who's won a couple times for one of the short categories, I think. And I'm just like, dude, just be freaking humble and shut up. Because he wouldn't let anyone else talk who was nominated, too. So. Wow. <laughs> I think those are the funniest. So. <laughs> Making yourself look like a total tool on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess, yeah, it seems like pretty unanimous there. Um, yeah. Now yeah, we go on to foreign language feature. Now, I'm, again... Is there any d doubt on what's going to win this category? Oh, actually, you know what? I think there's no doubt, but at the same time, there might be a little. Oh, well, no, do tell. Why don't you tell us? What do you think? I think, well, the thing is the one I want to win and the one I think will win is the only one out of these that I saw, which is Roma. Mm -hmm. But with Cold War getting nominations outside of foreign language, it makes you go, maybe yeah, you might have a chance. Yeah, that's going to be interesting because that's the thing is where Roma is the predicted or at least one of the front runners for best picture. So it's like, so will that negate its chances for foreign language film or will winning foreign language film negate its chances for best picture? Because you're like, hmm. Yeah. No. Um, uh, what do you think? Uh, let's see. Davey, what do you think? Um, I Statistically, Roma has a 100% chance of winning um, because the only times that a foreign film has been nominated for Best Picture is also one foreign film. But again, this is also the first time that a foreign film could actually win. Um, that was a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, was it? Yeah, it was Crouching Tiger was never one. won. Yeah, it didn't win. So. Yeah. Well, it won a foreign film, right? Yeah. Well, because yeah. then also um, um, Amour had the same situation. It was nine for Best Picture, but then it won for Best Foreign Film. So. Yeah. Okay. But also, um, Cold War is one of the best films of the decade. I can't I wait. I'm, I'm flying to Utah this weekend, oh, and wow. it's playing at the theater. I can't wait to see it. So It is it is a movie that makes me angry with how pretty it is. <laughs> um, and all shot is, by a 4 by 3 ratio, too. So. And it's so nice, and it's so pretentious, and I love it so much. Oh, so I'm going to hate this shit. Great. Well, Way no. to kill my hype over it. Well, no, it's, it's, the, sorry, it's not pretentious. It's a film that pretentious people like. 
That but makes it's not it a, even worse. Well, okay, so but it's not a pretentious film in and of itself. Romantic movie, but it's a very arty romantic movie. So yes, it's so good. It's it's a it's a perfect perfect movie, and I would love if it won, well, but it won't. I know Mashik has listened to this, so hey, Mashik, we're uh, we're giving you some love over in Poland there for Cold War. So, <laughs> uh, let's see, London. Well, um, I kind of I've actually I haven't seen Roma, but I did read its screenplay. And it is it is quite lovely. So um, I guess my I have to only unfortunately throw my dog in a fight would be Roma. Um, I did hear good things about Shoplifters though. Um, so yeah, Shoplifters went from like being like maybe one of the top two contenders to being kind of like a three or four right now. It feels like. I would say third. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that's where I have it. I have it at number three. So, um, yeah. and then Bradley. Oh, I'm going with the safe Roma. Yeah. No, I'm going with safe too. Cold War is my I mean, close second too, but yeah. yeah. If Roma loses, my entire Oscar sheet will burn. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife will once again destroy me at this contest. Well, I mean, you did make our Oscar sheet, so yeah. If it, if it burns, yeah. it's all your fault. <laughs> I, I hope Cold War wins just for the shakeup. And I know that's stupid. It is. Anyone, any Roma fans out there, my apology. I just like, you know, events to be kind of neat. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm still going with Roma. All right, sounds like we're mostly unanimous on that one. All right, then. Remember when we thought Burning was going to be a best four? I am so film? happy. I'm it's so not. glad it's not. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Oh. Yeah. No, I mean, you, Dave, you heard our reactions when we watched it live, right? No. Yes, I I know. Oh yeah, no, we were. Yeah, just... He was in the review. <laughs> no, he, no, he wasn't there when we recorded the nominees live. Right? It was me. It was you, me, and Brad. Remember. No, when we reviewed Burning. Oh, no, when we reviewed yeah. Burning. But no, our reactions when we saw that there was no nomination, we're like, oh, no Burning! Oh, we were overjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but then, funny. Uh, best documentary feature. Now, this will be interesting because the one that people thought would win wasn't even nominated this year. So, yeah, I am not sure where this is going to land. Uh, you know what? Let's start with Bradley. What do you think is going to be uh, the winner here? I believe it will be RBG because she's everywhere and we thought she was dead for five minutes, but she's not. And it's nominated in other categories. What an explanation. (laughs) Also, she makes an appearance in the Lego movie. She's just everywhere, you guys. Oh, that that made my whole life. Great. Which it's good that she's not. I don't know where you think I stand on that. No, I know. But I'm just like, that's an interesting explanation for why she went Best Documentary Feature. <laughs> All right. Uh, Davey, what do you think? Um, judging from... Because, again, the, the two biggest documentaries of last year, Neighbor and Three Identical Strangers, weren't nominated. So the one that I think is going to win is probably going to be Free Solo, a movie I have not seen because I am deathly afraid of heights. <laughs> mm. You know what? I you know I'm just gonna jump in here. I think Free Solo is gonna win too. It's the most popular, I think, by you know of all the contenders. And it, I believe, next to um, Won't You Be My Neighbor, it was one of the higher grossing um, documentary features because that was the yes. one that even people I know who aren't big film fans they're like, dude, did you see that mountain climbing movie Free Solo? That's awesome. Oh, things that make money, you guys. Well, Do they like win? That, that's all those movies. Like, if it can play, in, if I can find a screen that plays it in IMAX, people are like. You need to see it like that. Yeah, no, I because I, I know it's available for streaming now. I believe on Amazon or is it, is it Amazon or is it one of those ones? 
Uh, but yeah, I think it's on. Hulu, I do want right? to see it. Yeah, no, me too. I definitely want to see it. I've heard I've heard nothing but good stuff. But if I had to pick a second runner-up, like what would win if it did make it was uh, Mighty the Gap. That's the only one I know that people really like raved about. Oh, I, my apologies. Mighty Mighty the Gap is the one on Hulu. So oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know. I, I hear like, it's amazing. I feel like Mighty well. the Gap. From from the people that I know that love Mining the Gap, I feel like it's going to be one of those movies that doesn't win, and then in ten years they're like, "Man, why didn't we give it to Mining the Gap?" And it's like, because people are stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, then, Shaq, what do you think? Uh, I think Free Solo will win, but because as a former fucking attempted skateboarder, I will I'll throw my love for Mining the Gap. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, yeah, I guess you would know. But uh, anyways, then London. Um, shouldn't I think well is RBG. All right. No, I, I like that we're not fully uni- uh, unanimous on this one. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who, who yeah. makes it on that. So, all right. So going off from there. Um, okay. Now I'm going to be curious. I hope there's no naysayers on what should win best animated feature. Oh, if there is, I'm throwing hands. <laughs> okay. Let me just say, does anyone here not think Spider-Man's going to win best, uh, best animated feature? Not I, I think that answers your question. <laughs> no, I hope so. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, you know, because the thing is, like, I get like that sad feeling where it's like, you know, there might be some doubt that Incredibles two might win over it. I'm like, no, come on, this film should deserve it. It, it clearly was, in my opinion, the best animated feature of last year. So, dude. I'm gonna say as far as it should have been in the best picture category. I was about to yeah, say the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah, I agree 100. percent Nah, that movie's great. And the funny thing is, is that like people are so so much riding hard for fucking uh, Spider Verse that like on Twitter, the fucking Disney page put out like their tweet their tweet <laughs> for, like, hey, for your consideration for Incredibles two, and this replies was nothing but Spider-Man doing the spider sense. (laughs) (laughs) I was a part of that. Oh, I 100% did it too. I was like, I got to. Yeah. No, so that's what I prefer to win to. I mean, it's just... It's just, it's just so great. It's so good. Everyone go watch it. Go buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out or buy it on digital. You know. I'm legit planning on pre-ordering it. Speaking of Blu-ray, um, just a little deviation here. Did you guys, I mean, you saw my, maybe saw my post yesterday on Facebook. For some reason, Can You Forgive Me is only getting a DVD release. They didn't bother to put it on Blu-ray or 4K. Which is so weird. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. No, you yeah, can't that's get. that's completely unforgivable. <laughs> God, <laughs> you are just on fire with the terrible shit today, aren't you? <laughs> Well, forgive me for this awkward segue, but God <laughs> we're going to go on to there to best original song. <laughs> now, uh, I mean, okay, you know what? Maybe this Oscars isn't so hard to predict as I thought. It's just the big categories that are hard to predict. Um, is anyone feeling that Lady Gaga's not going to win? Well, I'll be the, the weirdo here and say... Does the best song ever win this category? Some, uh, you know what? Let me look at the history of this. Well, I oh. mean, this is completely subjective, but like, we'll keep, I'll keep talking. I'll usually, the most popular uh, person wins, but well, Ooh. um, what was it? Um, that that big grandiose one from um, The Greatest Showman lost last year to yeah to Coco the, th- the yeah, actual to the best third song. best song in Coco yeah, yeah and, and, and the it wasn't the best song, song in like Coco. I said so was it though no you I know mean, what I think this is me was more popular from a like this is gonna play on the radio and yeah. I, and people's iTunes playlists a lot okay, more. Yes, to be fair to be fair, I went to the Best Buy the other day and guess what song was blaring out loud from one of the TVs there? 
What? This is me. Oh, uh, no, sorry. The Greatest Show from Greatest Showman. But still, Greatest Showman's on rotation more than Coco on those places. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because is. I think Coco, one, it's an emotional-ass song. And two, like, The Greatest Showman at least has it has way more pop radio appeal to the point where it they does. made a remix album with, like, popular artists on it singing the songs from it. Yep. And then uh, my college BYU made a very white uh, remix of it as well. So I'm just oh god. <laughs> do you have a link? I do. I will send it to you guys. It's um, thank you. It's, and it's acapella too, even better. So there's <gasps> <laughs> right. well, well, an acapella. I, I talk a big game, but I still have shallow winning. So sorry, just stirring the pot. Yeah. I no, I, I agree. Yeah. I think shallow is probably you know. I don't, again, I have a personal favorite for Battle of the Buster Scruggs, but I think the one that should, I mean, that probably will win for sure is Lady Gaga for Shallow. I, you know, you know, it's, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, but um, just to add to the other further argument, I mean, um, uh, once Falling Slowly, that won that year, and no one even knew about that movie. Oh, yeah, so. no, that was totally deserved to win that year, so. Yeah, so, I mean, Great it could, song. it could go to them. I mean, Coen Brothers still have some pull in there. I mean, they're, they're nominated a couple of... Yeah, most couple places couple are predicting um, Bastard Scruggs at number five, though, so I'm just like, nah. <laughs> because they're not getting Tim Blake Nelson to sing it at the ceremony. Are they not? Who, cowards. Who's, no. who's singing it? It's someone. Someone someone with a better voice. Uh, Tim Blake <laughs> Nelson's voice is amazing. You take that back. Oh, I agree. Oh, I it's John Legend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, no, they're getting common. <laughs> Dude, if if Common and John Legend duet when a cowboy trades his spurs with wings, I will die of happiness. <laughs> that would actually be pretty great. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, dude, that, that would be the greatest. <laughs> wow. You know, you know what? Yes, I want to see that now. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I think, I mean, uh, did I get everybody there? Who? Uh, anyone else not say their pick? Or Oh, fucking Shallow. It should and will win. Yeah, I I would I would like for them to say that they made a mistake with the nominations and actually give it to Ocean to Ocean from Aquaman by Pitbull. <laughs> oh <my> God, yes. <laughs> Either that or fucking what was that? What I think it's Amore from Gotti. <laughs> by yeah, Pitbull. get Pitbull double win. <laughs> uh, oh no! Yeah. Clearly, the best song last year was mm, Venom. God, I hate that fucking song. <laughs> I haven't liked Eminem in the past like fifteen fucking years. I'd say the last five or six, but yeah, no, I more or less agree. No, it's been he, he hasn't made a good thing thing that I've liked. He hasn't made a good album since two thousand and two. Oh, you didn't like the Marshall Mathers? Uh, what was the one he did in two thousand eleven? LP two. Yeah. No. Okay. I did. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> he he had a song on there with the guy from Fun, which is actually. The surprisingly the best song on there, but everything else is just no. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, here's another one that I'm really excited to talk about: best original score. I mean, I know mostly what we all thought. I mean, like, well, uh, Brad and Shaq specifically, because we were pretty much in unanimous agreement that if Bill Street should win, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, yeah. So Davy London, what do you, do you guys agree? Or yes. Um. Damn it, yes. <laughs> I would have been different, if, but if, yeah. If for some reason Beale Street doesn't win, I'd like for it to go to Black Panther. But if anything, I will take Beale Street over literally everything else. Yeah. I, I um actually I second Shaq's statement. Yeah, actually I think those two are the those two are the top of, of the I would for a second place I'd like to throw some love to Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs does have a good one. You know yeah. what? I'm gonna say this, uh, and I didn't think I would actually say this. 
the thing that I've been liking more and more and put it on my number two is Black Panther, the more I've listened to that soundtrack. So, <laughs> you see, I told you. You know, that's the thing is like, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I started to really think about it because I'm like, when I saw it in the movie, I didn't think much about the music other than some of the key themes. But now that I've listened to it on its own, I'm like, you know, what? I kind of like Black Panther a little bit more now uh, for, the, for the for the songs of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, dude. Uh, like, dude, I, like, no disrespect to uh, Lorenzo, but I was livid throughout that entire thing. Well, you remember you said, oh, I didn't really think it was good, but he's like, oh, no, but I still love Black Panther, and that movie's amazing, so. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, he attacked everything you love, Shaq. He was like, Shallow is garbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a professional musician. That was such a fun right, podcast. So. <laughs> it was fun. We all get but God, he put me through an emotional ringer that I was not planning on going through. <laughs> um... By the way, I was looking up who uh, for presenters and performers for the Oscars and that stuff. They haven't actually announced who's going to perform all the songs. The only one they know for sure is that uh, freaking Bette Midler is going to sing the Mary Poppins song, which I'm like, okay, Emily Blunt, mm-hmm. Bette Midler, same thing, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, apparently, this is again, this is the stupid bullcrap filler that they keep putting in the Oscars. They're just going to have a Queen segment, you know, just the, the members of Queen are going to perform at yeah, it's Queen plus Adam Lambert. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm no like, relation. Yeah, it's like just because people like Bohemian Rhapsody. So, all right. Whatever. Well, I, I mean, they, they paid a while. They paid the Academy to give a nomination to their um, bucket of lies. So, I mean, why not also pay them to get them in the show? Hey, you can argue that for a lot of really great movies. Is it going to be all the members of Queen as well, or is yeah, the one that held out all the on living the movie ones? Gonna yeah, not... all the yeah, all okay. the living ones. Because the thing is, all you mentioned ones. like uh, we haven't heard from Adam Lambert. It's because he's touring with Queen. Like he's basically the new oh, front okay. like they're not making original songs but like he's like the one who's there who can like match at least energy like some yeah i, form I of, think his like, range is amazing yeah is it weird to think that has queen has the, become uh... its own best cover band at this point <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> well then because freddie mercury was the talented one and that's why they all hate him <laughs> Of course, it's kind yeah. of apparent though. If I you see really the movie, don't want to watch it, but I might force myself to. It's nah, bad. I, I forced myself last night. I'm, I'm forced myself too because I just I want to watch all the best picture nominees. You know, before exactly, I can go there, and that so. and that the vice that vice and the favor are the ones I haven't seen yet. Uh, oh, you haven't seen the favorite? Yeah. Uh, all right. So then we got speaking of vice. Um, is there any doubt that it's going to win makeup and hairstyling uh, at the Oscars? I mean, All right, let me look at my clipboard here. And get my well, because it's yeah, so it's Vice, Border, and Mary Queen of Scots. Um, I don't think people have seen the other two movies as much. So I've seen I Mary think, Queen of Scots. I think Border should good. win. I think Border. Yeah, should I think win Border too. should win, but Mary Queen of Scots is the driest British shit that's going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> See, Thank you. <laughs> See, Border should win, but I do think Vice is going to win just because. I mean, they yeah. changed Fat Christian Bale into slightly fatter Christian Bale. How can you not give it an Oscar? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like when you think about Vice, it's like, okay, yeah, they did extensive makeup work throughout it. But the only one who actually transformed was Christian Bale. Everyone else just looks like, you know, Sam Rockwell looks like Sam Rockwell doing a George Bush costume. So. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm Mary actually going to copy Brad. And I think that I think Mary Queen of Scots is going to win. And but I think Border should win because Mary Queen of Scots, there actually is genuine makeup in there. Oh, oh yeah. Margot Robbie. And it alone. is beautiful. Yeah. So. No, so okay, then uh, yeah, we got a couple votes here for Mary Queen of Scots, uh, and then anyone else? No, that's pretty. Like I, I'm still on Vice, so that, that that feels like the right one. Yeah, I think Vice is going to win, but you know, I'll I'll say that you know, even though I didn't, wa- I wasn't on the review for. Well, no, I I didn't see Border when I, when you guys reviewed it. 
looking at the images after the fact, I'm like, yeah, that's some pretty impressive makeup work, you know, just to transform them into the creatures. So, yeah. Uh, moving on from there, best visual effects. Uh, Avengers? <laughs> uh, let me see, best visual effects. So, okay, so it's, uh, oh. um, it's uh, Infinity War, First Man, Ready Player One, Christopher Robin, and Solo. I mean, it'll probably, yeah, probably Avengers. Um, now, here's the thing. Do you think that's the one that should win, though? Uh, I do. You know I what? I do. Yeah. It, like, it, like other than that, I think maybe Ready Player One, because, like, as much as movies, like, plot-wise, is a fucking mess, and granted, better than the fucking shitty-ass novels based on. I kind of agree. Effects-wise, <laughs> it is pretty impressive. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's really good technical work. It's just there's so much of it. I mean, to be fair, though, Avengers is, like, oh, 80% it. CG as well. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going with, yeah, I think Avengers Affinity War, definitely. Um, it's not just the fact that the gra- the visual effects are good. I think what they did with it, what they did with Josh Brolin was great. So. Oh, that's the single best effect is Thanos, just doing that whole motion yeah. capture performance. Exactly, yeah. Oh, it, the fact that with Disney performances, at least, the uh, mocap doesn't hinder the performance anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's an incredible feat. That's why I picked it. I hated Ready Player One, but that actually was really fun to watch. So I want to echo that as well. Yeah, you know, actually, like, dude, like the the car chase alone, like the big race. Yeah, the car chase is so one of the neat. coolest things I've ever seen visually. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I, yeah. I you know I will say though, I think my runner up, if they want to go for like kind of naturalistic effects, is First Man, where I'm like, yeah, you know, there's so, it's it's really seamless the way they made the effects work in that movie. I was about to bring up First Man because of course I would be the one to also bring up First Man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, like um, 95% of the world, I just haven't seen it. <laughs> it's really good. Damn. It's really good, guys. It's not just a normal it's, biopic. Please go see it. It's okay. <laughs> you know, actually, oh. I got it on 4K recently, so I'm hoping to pick it. I watch it too. But so then, so Davey, Ooh. do you feel that should win and will win, or do you think that Avengers? Oh, First Man's not going to win. Avengers is going to win. Um, but I think First Man should win, because I, I think the effects in it are stellar. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, um. Yeah. Also, I do want to shout out, though, the effects in Christopher Robin, because even though it's, like, Pooh and oh, his friends, God they look hell. so realistic. It's, like, that's why people it's were terrifying. upset by it. Yeah, because it's... <laughs> Christopher like, Robin can it suck it, okay? It's like a moving bunch of fur and felt and everything. Yeah. Christopher Robin can suck it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you're the one who hated <laughs> yeah, it. I know you hate the movie, but, like, the effects, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Okay, I will admit they are frightening, because that scared the hell out of me at the beginning. <laughs> Well, okay. And the child that was down to roll for me, I'm pretty sure he had nightmares afterwards. Like, the movie could suck it. I, God damn it. <laughs> Speaking of frightening, uh, so we're moving on to best sound uh, sound editing. Now, it's funny because I remember uh, even uh, the other day, Double Toaster made the comments like, what is sound editing versus sound mixing? Yeah, what the... I, dude, I feel like you told me this at least Okay, yeah, so from times, what I looked up... And I actually, still don't know. I sent Corey a link the other day because I'm just like, oh, hey, this is um, an article I found that distinguishes the two. So sound editing, from what I understand, is more... How do you say? Like, it's more like the recording and that stuff on set, it feels like. Because then they explain that sound mixing is the people who, like, control volume and blending of sound, you know, in the post-production work kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Yeah, yeah. So, in this case, though, I'm going to say this, that, you know, this may not be everyone's immediate top choice. I think A Quiet Place should win. It's the only award it was nominated for, and clearly people in Hollywood love this movie. Uh, That's crazy. That's what I think, too. Yeah. Uh, but Bohemian Rhapsody is going to win. No. No. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We might be in a completely different area because I think, I think Roma might take some of 
these two. Oh, you know that, that I actually have that as one of my uh, runner-ups. So, because the thing is with Roma, I talked. To, I said this before, but like when I went to go see it in the theater, this was like the most natural sounding movie that's ever happened because like people would be talking in the background and I thought it'd be the people behind me in the theater. It's like, no, that was the actual movie. It's just literally just background noise. I'm like, oh, okay, that's actually really effective. It's really immersive. Yeah, I do wish I'd actually seen this in the theater because I had to watch it on Netflix like most everyone else, but I'm like, ah, oh, this would have been so much better a sound experience if it was you know, at the theater. So right, I'm going to say something incredibly cynical. Yes. The Academy people are looking at this list of things going, oh, yes, sound editing. Mm -hmm, Yep. Uh, Oh, I love Queen. I love Queen music. And that's why it'll win. You know what? I feel like Queen's going to win sound mixing. Just give a little preview for what I think on that one. Because that one just won the top prize at the Sound Mixers Guild. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, yeah, mixing Mm -hmm. is post-production shit, right? Yeah, yeah. At least that's from... Yeah, no, it's a hundred... Then, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody taking mixing. But I think editing is going to Robot. Yeah, but then... um, It should win. Yeah, so then, um, uh, London, what do you think? For editing. Um, uh, yeah, so since I just learned what sound editing and sound mixing is, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to actually yeah, parrot that. Uh, I think, honestly, I think A Quiet Place is going to win sound editing, and for sound mixing, I will go with Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Um, Davey? Um, I'm going to echo the sentiments that Roma's probably going to win editing. I would like First Man to, but Roma, for all my slightly mixed feelings on that movie the sound work in it is astounding um and for mixing a star is born i would like to win if a music film's gonna win but it's not bohemian's gonna win. yeah no actually that's my preferred choice for sound mixing but yeah it sounds like bohemian's gonna get at least two awards probably this night which oh boy <laughs> what? Oh, so should win shit. Yeah, I know. So, so you know, saying that then for mixing, since uh, you guys hadn't said it yet, um, Shaq, what do you think for mixing then? Oh no, I said mixing. I said it was good. Uh, I think it should be Roma, but it might, it'll probably be be um, uh, fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, and then Bradley, did you say also or? No, I went Bohemian with both, just because of. I mean, the only reason any of these nominations are for that movie is because of how much people love Queen. Yep. And that's why it's going to win those things, in my cynical, and it is a very cynical opinion. But it's also really accurate. (laughs) Now, here's what I'm very interested in, best film editing, because honestly, none of my things I would have picked for film editing got in the Academy this year. So I'm like, hmm. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Let's see. Um, Bradley, why don't you tell us what you think is going to win film editing? Well, I've seen Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite. I haven't seen Green Book or Vice. Um, based on what I have seen, I would pick the favorite. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, London. You know, uh, between, it's tough because Vice is very creative with its editing, but it's also extremely obnoxious. Yeah. So, um. And bad. Yeah, I'm just taking that (laughs) out. So, um, and you know, the, the thing is with, uh, Spike Lee, one of the things I think he's known for well is his editing, so. I'm actually going to go with Black Klansman for this one. Okay. Cool. Um, let's see. Shaq, what do you think? I've seen two of these movies. I'm not particularly crazy about either of them. <laughs> but if I had to pick out of these two, I would prefer... I'll say... Like, I would say Black Klansman is better edited, but I have a feeling that it might go to the favorite. Okay. Uh, Davey? Um... I think Bohemian Rhapsody and Vice both have terrible, terrible editing. Um, like, they, like 
like how like the editing in both those films is really bad. <laughs> um, I would say I I think Black Klansman's gonna win, but if the favorite won, I wouldn't be sad. And honestly, I don't think Green Book's going to win. But the editing is not my problem with that film. It, There's so much more. Yeah, I I got. I'm too busy being afraid of Bohemian Rhapsody or Vice winning to care about which of the other three make it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I still love Green Book. I don't care what you guys say. But anyways. Um... I know, and I ignore it to make our friendship stay alive. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to say, the clips they have shown of Green Book, just to promote it, have been phenomenally phenomenally chosen, because uh, Vigo and Marashal Ali look amazing. They're, I, I still say I they seen are it, both great in this movie. But having said that, too, um, it's weird because I actually do think Vice, the editing in Vice was one of the few things I liked in the movie, was that it was very Ooh. audacious with the way it edited. It's still a huge... It is It is that. I, so is it like, is it very showy? Oh, yeah, well, it's very much like Big oh, Short, because yes. it's the same editor, uh, Hank Corwin, where I'm like, you know, Big Short had some... Like, I hate I hate the editing in the Big See, Short See, because I so loved much. it, personally, because I'm like... Oh, then you're going to despise yeah. Vice. Because, the, the, like, literally, <laughs> shit will just end mid-scene without you having any real context. That's an Adam McKay thing. Like, he does that fuck? in all of his movies. Even Anchorman would do that every now and then. Anchorman, I don't even, I, I'd have to rewatch Anchorman. And I can't, no, seriously, I Anchorman 2, that. there's that one scene where they're all laughing together, and then the laughter stops midway through the scene, and to the, they cut to the next scene. So, I remember that. You know, in that case, I can see that in, like, uh... A comedy? Yeah, in a com- comedic Oh, sense. Vice is supposed to be a comedy. Except it's that. really not that funny. You sure? <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't know. It sounds like at least somebody else, some other people here hated Vice, too, so, but... Ooh, it's it's yeah, bad. I agree. But I'm gonna say this is probably one of the few awards Vice will actually win this this category, which is not my. It, it's gonna. I think it's the will win, but what should win is either Black Klansman or the favorite. I would choose those two over it. So, yeah, yeah. All right, costume design. All right, here comes the debate. <laughs> um, so the problem is, it's a deadlock between Black Panther and the favorite. Both have great costume design, but who's gonna win? <laughs> I will start by saying... Yeah, probably. (laughs) I'll I'll just start by saying something kind of silly. History will be made, and Sandy Powell will tie for the favorite in Mary Poppins and double Oscar on the same (laughs) (laughs) night. I'm leaning more towards... um, I'd say the favorite. I mean, the costumes in that were incredible, but... No, I I gotta go with. I was completely enchanted by the favorite guys. It's it's probably my favorite film of the best pictures. Oh wow! So I'm I'm sticking with the favorite. Yeah. No, I I love the favorite too. Um, the favorite is my second, but I feel like Black Panther has to get some recognition somewhere. So I'm gonna say costume design for Black Panther. Uh, Davy. Yeah. Um, I think Black Panther should win costumes. With the favorite being the runner-up, and I think the favorite will win with Black Panther being the runner-up. I, if either of those films win, I honestly don't care. I think they both have incredible costumes. Oh, design. I agree. Uh, awesome. Let's see, London. I think Black Panther should win, and I think it will win. Um, I think the favorite does have great costumes from what I've seen, and but it's the Black Panther did something unique where it brought Afrofuturistic designs to the to the mainstream. Yeah. And um, yeah. that's never been done before, and I'm glad to see it. Plus, so, I'm, I'm kind of yeah. hoping that they bucked a tradition where just because something's a Victorian costume design that it doesn't automatically win. Because, like, come on, Mad Max won costume design, and that deserved it because it was absolutely great costume work in that film. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shaq, unleash. <laughs> I swear to God, if the fucking try-ass British-ass shit wins, I'm going to throw <laughs> a fucking <laughs> I have no, Like, I have no feelings against the favorite as a movie. 
But if it wins over Black Panther, I'm going to fight somebody. Because that's fucking colonialism in effect. <laughs> oh, my God. You're actually right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's my God. You're take. right. That is an accurate hot take. <laughs> Maybe Killmonger was right. <laughs> oh, he's a hundred percent right if it fucking wins. Like, like, listen, if it doesn't win, like, if it doesn't win, like, best original song or best uh, picture, I'm I'm fine with that. But makeup and it's fucking uh, costuming. That's the one where I'm like, you motherfuckers better pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 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 fight for it for costuming. Yeah, I can I can I can see yeah, your point. Yeah, no, I actually I, I think the costume design is great in that movie. I, even even when I first came out of the movie and I've had to like wrestle with my opinions, I had to say, yeah, the costume work is amazing. And what I yeah, also give me the fucking give me fucking Africans, African clothing. Yeah, please and thank you. Also, um, production design is going to be a deadlock. I think between the favorite and Black Panther. That all yeah, that's the other one that I'm like that better also win. Yeah. But here's here's why here's why I don't think it's going to win because while the production the actual production design in Black Panther is gorgeous, a lot of it is dampened by the visual effects work and the actual CG work not being very. good. I mean, it's not a qualifier for great production design per se. It's not it's not a qualifier, but I feel like people are going to get those two things. They're going to conflate them in their head when they're voting. So I think the favorite's going to win, even though I think Black Panther has equally good production design to the favorite. Okay, listen. The reason when, why when, I think... When Black uh, Panther came out, people yeah, wanted to take trips to Wakanda. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why I think... People also wanted to take trips got, to Pandora. Dude, I got my aunt to make me a dashiki, and I wore it to the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's the coolest you, shit, you, you saw my... Did you not see my picture? Oh, no, I did. I did. I remember. Like, yeah. I came correct, and so many people did. <laughs> So then it sounds like, London, you're voting for Black Panther then? Yes. Absolutely. Then Bradley. No, for production design, absolutely Black Panther, because um, Coogler and team made Wakanda into a real place. Go watch Infinity War. Wakanda is just kind of there, and it doesn't matter. But what they did in Black Panther, it's this incredibly inhabited, beautiful, culturally amazing place and i want to visit it you know after lord of the rings people wanted to visit the shire and people like me if you guys can remember back when the simpsons was young they're still looking for springfield um (laughs) atlantis for crying out loud is being sought after Uh, the city of troy where is it i think wakanda as the years progress will be exactly the same it'll be a part of our not just lexicon but our geography and it's neat to think about and they did that so I think it absolutely deserves production design. Yeah, I think I, I put uh, Black Panther as my front runner, but I would say that the favorite has more of a chance to edge it out here in this category than costume design. I would say, but it uh, does have more that. corsets. That's a good point. Yeah, so I'm just gonna say Black Panther though, because I would like that one to win. Just, just because, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't win. I think so. Yeah. All right then, cinematography. I love this category personally. Um, now this is gonna be interesting because. It's not Roma is not as safe as everyone says it is because Cold War won the uh, American Cinematographers Guild uh, or Society's uh, top prize. You know, when, it's basically the black and white movie versus the black and white movie. <laughs> yeah, which flavor of black and white do you want to win this year? <laughs> do you want it in widescreen or do you want it in thin screen? I don't remember uh, Academy what it's ratio four by three. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, or v or VHS letter <laughs> the VHS full screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like trying to sort through the DVD pile. You're like, hey, this movie, ah, it's in full screen. Shoot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> As a kid, I thought full screen was the better way to go because I didn't realize. Because I'm like, I don't like those black bars at the top. I can't see anything better. Oh, how much we Like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... I'm going to say Roma because absolutely Roma, even though, like, I didn't love it, love it like everyone else did, but it's stunning to look at the entire time. You know, like, absolutely one of the best looking films I've seen in a long time. So, um, let's see. Davey. I would, I would agree with you that Roma is the best cinematography of the year, uh, at least of the nominees, if a movie called Cold War didn't come out. Um, Cold War's so beautiful. It's, like, it is so so well shot um Ro- i won't be mad if when roma wins but if cold war could get it that would make me a very very happy boy oh and that's my number two for sure because also you know i think the reason why it won the american cinematographer society's award is because roma was shot by Quaron, who is technically not a cinematographer by trade while um lucas zal is a cinematographer so i think there's like some bias in the guild a little bit for that you know it's like well you know, the, the- oh. Okay. They told Kiran, stay in your lane of writing, directing, producing, and editing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but um, Bradley, what do you think? Um, the first five minutes of Roma is just water going down a drain, isn't it? Yes, it yep. is. <laughs> so and it's so beautiful still. Yeah, that's, that's what cinematography is for, making the most mundane, boring experience Ah, you do see a so plane I'm, fly in the reflection at one point, so. And it looks oh my gosh, you hell. guys! I read a whole essay on what that scene meant. That five minutes of water draining down, with a plane in the reflection, like a two thousand word essay on it. So I absolutely think Roma's going to win. Yeah, I agree. Um, Shaq. Oh, it's it's Roma. I think it's the should win and the will win. Actually, you know what? I know it won't win, but I would like A Star Is Born to get something because it did look great. I'm surprised it got in, but honestly. But I am too. But at the same time, it's it's Roma's time. Yeah, and of course, nobody's predicting Never Look Away because it's like, what the frick was that movie again? I don't even know what that is. So it's a three-hour-long German art cinema film, apparently. Oh fuck that! So it's based on uh, <laughs> it's based on famous art. Now, to be fair, the guy who shot it is Caleb Deschanel, who's a famous cinematographer. He did um, Passion of the Christ, related to Zoe and Emily. Yes, he's their he's their dad. Really? Yeah, it's. He, the, I was joking. No, no, no. <laughs> Caleb Deschanel is the father of Emily and Zoe Deschanel. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Did you say Passion of the Christ? Yeah, he shot Passion oh, so of the Christ. He shot the. So of course he makes beautiful things. Oh yeah, he shot the Patriot, which admittedly the Patriot's stupid as heck, but it's a gorgeous looking oh, movie. It's so stupid. He's talking about his daughters, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but his daughters are attractive. <laughs> but London, you last of all. I won't. I mean, with Roma, of course. With the... <laughs> Good talk. Okay. <laughs> Now, this one, I'm actually very curious to see, because it's not a clear favorite who's going to win Best Adapted Screenplay. Um, Shaq, why don't you start off with this one? Uh, adapted Screenplay. Let me see. Let me see. So it's um, Can I'm, You Ever Forgive Me, Black Klansman. Um, oh, you already know what I want to win. What? <laughs> uh, fucking if Beale Street could talk. That's my front runner, too. I, I... That's, that's my favorite. I don't know if it'll win. I think they might give it to A Star is Born as a consolation of, like, okay, we didn't get you much else, but... This is, like, acknowledgement. So I think A Star is Born will win, but I think If Beale Street Could Talk should win. Alrighty, then um, London, what do you think? Okay. Like <laughs> you said, being I the should... writer and all. <laughs> yes, having read everyone except Can You Ever Forgive Me. Uh, <laughs> well, I read the first 15 minutes of it. But anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, 
just quick if Bill Street could win out of all of the um out of the other ones, I think it's the better one. Um it's the best one. Uh A Star is Born is is very much I could tell an actor wrote it because there's a lot of monologues and beats, so I'm like, yeah, I can I can see that. Um but if Bill Street could talk, it, it has an, a very romanticized flow to it, mm-hmm. and it's it's very it's, it's it's easy to see that this is adapted from a novel because there's a lot of lines I could tell were straight lifted from James Baldwin's writing and like this weird stuff like saying you never know a stranger until you see his body or something is like a stranger has a body you know so stuff like that that's I think is very sweet and touching and I think it and like I said I think it all flows well and um. So that's why I think it's going to... I think it should, and I think it will win. Okay. Um, uh, Bradley? Well, the only one I've actually read and seen was Black Klansman. And I think the adaptation of it, though, there, of course, there's some liberties taken. Um, I think it's spot on. I really enjoyed it. So I'm going with that. All right. Um, Dady? Uh, yeah, I... I think Black Klansman's going to win, because, again, a lot of historical inaccuracies, like pretending Ron Starworth was a good person. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I, I figured he was a piece of shit. No, like, I, the don't, whole cop I don't thing. think he pretends they, he's a good person. He's rough around the edges. They make, no, they make him quick very to virtuous, like, almost idealistically. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. They well, need to for, like, what the story that Spike Lee is trying course. to tell. And yeah, I'm not holding yeah, it against yeah. the film, but, like, yeah, if you, if you want to be sad, look up Ron Starworth's actual relationship to the... To, like the black community around him in the time. Uh, um, well, yeah, but, that's a that's a good point. Yeah, um, but I'm not going to hold that against the movie. I think it's a well written film. I personally think "Can You Ever Forgive Me" has the best script, and I would like that to win, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, I, it's weird how people are trying to ignoring that film. But it's like, yeah, that script is amazing that they wrote for that movie. It, it won a quite a few, it won a couple awards actually. It won the Writers Guild Awards. Oh right, yeah, no, just that, that, that's, yeah. with Writers Guild. <laughs> not helping predict anything where it's like, oh yeah, can't you forgive me one best adapted and then freaking um what one original eighth grade eighth grade one original. It's like that's not even nominated, so yay. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. That was a good one too. Can you ever forgive me? I read, from what I read of it, it's it's good, but I feel like I think some bias in there because it's about writers. They talk about us making fun of the literary. But isn't that why it should be I'm good? Like, because it's about writing. <laughs> and, and honestly, London, that's a fair point, but it's, that's also a thing that gravitates to me, so that might be my bias being like, oh, I want this to win. Yeah. Mm. No, and I think for me, like, I put Beale Street, because I do think that's my, I've actually seen all five of these movies now, and I think that is my favorite of the scripts, but no, Black Klansman cool. does have a lot of traction, because I think it's just that thing where it's like, well, Barry Jenkins already won the Oscar for this, and Spike Lee hasn't won anything yet, so this might be the only chance he gets to win an Oscar that night, so. And Ron Stallworth is still alive. So he can be like, yay, I'm here too. <laughs> That's true. Which is, that is true. He can do that. Yeah, So, which is funny. So, okay, is the guy who Adam Driver is based on still alive? or That's uh, kind of an ancillary character between five different characters. Ah, okay. One of those am- amalgamated kind of things. Yeah, I used the word ancillary wrong. Thanks for not calling me out on that, guys. But, yeah, he's a, he's an amalgamation. You did it yourself. Of <laughs> English mother effer, do you speak it? Yeah. Adam Driver's performance is absolutely incredible, but it is an amalgamation of five different characters. Like Jared Leto's was in... Um, Dallas Buyers Club. That? Dallas Buyers Dallas Club. Club. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's the same, kind of the same thing there. So. Okay, fair enough. All right, now, again, original screenplay... Um, there's no definite winner, I think, in this category, so this will be interesting to see what we think. So, Shaq, why don't you start? Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on, I couldn't hear that. <laughs> you go first, I was saying. Well, who do you think will uh, oh. win Best Original Screenplay? 
Um, who I think should win? Uh, well, I've only seen shit. I've only seen two of these, also. Um, but I think the favorite might take it. What would I want to win? Probably either that or Roma. Uh, okay. I don't really have any basis for the favorite, but I know people have quoted some lines. And I'm like, you know, those those are some pretty clever lines in there. So, you know, I might give it to that. Yeah, no, actually, I think the favorite should absolutely win. I mean, you know, it's a close second with Green Book just because of people, you know, like it's got such the hype behind it. But I think if people want something that's not controversial and something that is legitimately well-written from, because actually I've seen all five of these nominees too, which is, that's a first yeah. for me. I'm, I'm really proud of myself, but uh, <laughs> I would say the favorite would probably be the best one. And I think it's the best, safest chance it has to win any Oscar this night, for sure, as a screenplay. I could see that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Davey, what do you think? Give the word cunt struck an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> is that in the favorite? Yeah, yes. it is. Yeah. That oh is my a word God. that they use. They just amalgamate different ways to use the C word at people. Um, I, I love this script. I, I think the movie's good. I think the script is great. I really want this movie to win Best Screenplay. <laughs> and I think and I think it will, but also I really want it to. Yeah. I mean, and the favorite dominated the BAFTAs, too. It didn't win the top prize, but it won a bunch of the other prizes. So it's like, I think there's going to be some love transferring over here for that. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, London. Well, yes. Um, I read all the original except for Green Book, which I don't think Green Book matters. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> so, Lon- London's, re- London's representing... London's representing the good fight. Okay. So, um, yeah, th- what Davey said is absolutely true. When I, when I read that in the favor, I'm like, whoa, that's getting highlighted. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I think the favor is going to win. I think it should win. I think it's the most um, entertaining. I really liked Roma. I thought Roma flowed very well. Um, it was good. You know, it was nice. But um, Vice... Vice is all over the place. It has good elements to it, but it, like I said, is obnoxious. Yeah. And you know, special shout out to First Reformed. First Reformed is okay. It's good, but it's it's Taxi Driver again. I mean, it, it so. is Taxi Driver, but I personally love that script. But yeah, it, it's the thing. It's like it's Taxi Driver, but with religion. The one thing is, if you go into it cold, like you didn't look. Like I didn't. I went into it cold. Like I didn't look at any trailers or anything else if you go into it that way you'll be totally surprised by the end so like yeah, like i didn't even look at the director so yeah i didn't even know he made taxi driver so that's why i was like oh okay yeah no i, d- I didn't even know the ending uh, when i first went in because i was just like okay this is a good thing oh my gosh when i saw that ending i was just like oh <laughs> yeah so and also yeah, but this was uh, like the most paul Schrader deserves an oscar just for directing cedric the entertainer and have a good performance for a change so <laughs> yeah you're right yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. All right, then let's move on to supporting actress. We're now down to the final six categories here. So uh, now I know there's the definite front runner, and Shaq, I know you're chomping at the bit to say it, so go ahead. Yeah, fucking Regina King should win and will win, but I have a creeping fear that it's going to go to one of the people from the favorite, either Emma Stone or Rachel Weisz, as like an upset. But oh, I, no, it I, needs I think to be. Totally I swear to God, if it's Regina, if it's not Regina King, I'm going to be upset. Yeah, uh, let's I won't be angry, but I'll be upset. All right, then uh, London. Uh, yeah, I think um, honestly, I think it's between Regina King and Emma Stone. Like, I love Rachel Weisz. I thought she was great in it, but I mean, Emma Stone was kind of like she had the. I think her character too had the better just of the writing. Um, so, but yeah, if if Bill Street could talk, just that that dinner scene. She was just wow. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bill Street guitar. You know, it's funny because I, I really like Regina King in this movie. I felt like she could have been in it more. I think that's that's part of my problem with how I judge supporting actor performances. It's like, yeah, you know, it's it's good when people are in the movie and they do a great job, but it feels like, you know, I expected her to be in more of the movie the way people are hyping her up. Uh, but she's really good in it. So I think she will win for sure. I actually am on the other side where I think that Rachel Weisz was the better actor in uh, The Favorite. Because I'm like, Emma Stone's really good and she carries a lot of it. But a lot of the conflict has to rest on Rachel Weisz's shoulder. Because she's the antagonist, more or less, of the story. Um, side note, my whole thing, at least with what you said earlier about uh, the performer needs to be in it more often. Keep in mind, I was championing fucking Brian Tyree Henry to be in it for Beale Street. And he's only in the movie for like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, no, his scene not, is amazing. I will... He's had an amazing year, yeah. Yeah, he, he was great in that movie. But yeah, so I do think Regina King will win. and Which is funny because we're predicting Beale Street to win all three of the, categor- of the categories it was nominated for. Which, that would be awesome if it did. So I would love it to. I would love for it too because I think it's. I think out of the Academy Award nominated films, it's the best one. Yeah, no, it's, it is. It is better than. I would say better than at the very least, um, five, probably six of the Best Picture nominees. I would kind of agree. And e- yeah, and honestly, I could make an argument that it's better than all of them. I may not agree with that one, but I think I, I, I would actually, I mean, I wouldn't. But the, an argument can be made. Yes, yeah, yes, an argument absolutely. can be made. It's very close to um, two of them for me. Well then, uh, so who do you think will win Supporting Actress? Oh, I would already just like to go ahead and congratulate Regina King on her Academy Award. <laughs> um, because because Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are going to eat each other's um, points. Yeah, that usually um, happens when you have two people from the same film, they split the votes too often. Yeah. So. And I yeah, do agree with yeah. you, Justin, that Rachel Weisz, I think, does a better job. But that might also just be because she is beautiful, and beautiful evil women are a weakness of mine. <laughs> and somehow she's, she's older better. than Emma Stone, but she looks more pretty, I think. Than, well, I mean, Emma Stone's a very pretty woman, too, but I'm like, man, Rachel Weisz does not age at all. So she's Rachel like, Weisz right? looks like she kills babies and like drinks their blood <laughs> to stay young, and there's something about that that I find more attractive than I'm willing to admit. Rachel Weisz also has a uh, more beautiful voice than... Emma Stone's, so... I mean, and this is all subjective. I mean, I think Emma Stone's a lovely lady, I'm sure. That's oh, Emma subjective. Stone is a magnificent human being. Yeah. And I want nothing but good things for her. But we've already established that Rachel Weisz is immortal, so she's clearly not even human anymore, so... Exactly. Clearly immortal, yeah. <laughs> so, Bradley. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sticking with Regina King just based on the uh, knowledge of her sweep of everything else so oh yeah no she's literally won every single category yeah so. she's gonna clean up and it's coming to this and uh her speeches also have been amazing a lot of um actresses and actors i think have lost the award because of their speeches leading up to the academy award being pretty <laughs> shitty hers have been touching you know they've been moving they've been so relatable as well so i think she's not only going to win, but probably will give the best speech of the night. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. Then supporting actor. Now, this one's going to be interesting because for a while, people were saying Richard E. Grant was going to win this because he had swept a bunch of early wins. And then the win shifted and they're like, well, it might be Mahershala Ali. So I'm curious what you guys think about this one. So uh, let's see. Davey, why don't you start this one? Mahershala Ali is the best part of Green Book easily. And he's the only part of that film that I think is legitimately great. If he wins, I would not be upset. But Richard E. Grant is the better is the better performance of the two, and I I think he is so good in this movie. And also seeing him 
kind of fangirl out on Twitter about all of this stuff <laughs> gives him a really convincing narrative. In addition to Mahershala Ali winning this award two years ago, I think Richard E. Grant will win, honestly. Oh, wow. Well, it's funny because I remember seeing, um, uh, I think Richard E. Grant just made a post recently. He's like, oh, well, Tom Hanks said my performance was great, so clearly I must be good, right? <laughs> you know, I'm just like... Yeah, like he's, like he's so excited and happy about everything oh yeah no i mean even him like i remember when he first got nominated he was like oh yeah i was with my family we were just chit-chatting and then i got the oscar nomination and we hugged each other and i'm just like oh that's just so sweet yeah everything yeah. he's saying about it is so sweet yeah i mean he's been in this business for what like 20 30 years so i'm like i'm sure he's feeling very vindicated you know just, yeah yeah and of course sam elliott's just like well it's about freaking time i got nominated in this category <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> but anyways, um, let's see. Uh, Bradley. Uh, I'm going to play it really safe here, and hopefully it's not the safe thing. You know, like I said, I like excitement, but I'm going Marshall Ali. Uh, I really wish Sam Elliott would win, though. And I know, you know, it just feels like a lot of these awards are given out because they're a long time coming, so why not just give it to him, man? And he had a great performance in A Star is Born. When is he ever going to get a good role like that again? Uh, I don't so. know, but uh, Shaq, how would uh, <laughs> how would Sam Elliott accept his award on stage? <laughs> oh, what the fuck thank the fucking Academy <laughs> 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 for fucking this fucking award. <laughs> I want Sam Elliott to, like, my actual prediction, like I think I I am in agreement that Mahershala should win or he will win, but I'd love for Sam Elliott to win yeah. just so I can. Hey, you stole my fucking award. Yeah. No fuck <laughs> you, man. It's my fucking award. I want whoever if if they're allowed. They're, I know they're not allowed to curse on the broadcast, but they should just go. The fucking award goes the same fucking. <laughs> 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 that would be fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I want it. I want that so bad. That's yeah. how you. That's how you get those ratings up, ABC. That's what you need to do. <laughs> make it. Make it fourteen. TV fourteen just for this one broadcast, please. <laughs> well, again, I'm like they literally have to only show the spoiler clip because there's no other clips of him where he doesn't curse his butt off in that movie. <laughs> so. But anyways, yeah. uh, London. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god <laughs> sorry I can't <laughs> can't think of the freaking award with the freaking nomination the freaking predictions stealing, stealing it from me and your father was fucking drunk losing your okay. fucking hearing until the fucking house <laughs> <laughs> I love him in that movie guys he's great he's great in that movie sorry but London go ahead <laughs> Oh, fuck. F it. To be different, I'll just be Richard E. Grant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and uh, to not be different, I'm probably going to go with Mahershala Lee, but Richard E. Grant is a very close second on this one, I think. So, and, you know, and it's funny because, like, it's weird when I look at the other nominees where I'm like, yeah, you know, Adam Driver, he was good. Uh, he, I think he's actually, my, in terms of, like, the list here, he's my second favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was fantastic in that Why movie. didn't they nominate Toe for Grace? <laughs> I'm, I, they're I not really think it's because of the David Duke. Duke. <laughs> but, like, yeah, no. but like, here's 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 the thing. Adam Driver does a good job of Black Klansman, but Topher Grace, you legitimately believe that he is a racist lunatic. <laughs> and it is, no, you're right. 
You're right. And I think you... he gives a legitimately stellar performance as mm, no. Satan. You can't give it. You can't give an award to David Duke. He would accept it like a real thing, you know, like he always does. He's a manipulative asshole. He'll show up. He'll yeah, he'll show up and thing. be like, "I have be- I, uh, the Academy is right. This is the first step of no more blacks in Hollywood." You know, he shit like that. Uh, and like, so. I get that, and I get that that would be bad. Yeah, but he, you're right too, though. But I would also pay Topher a lot Grace of money to see Topher Grace walk up on stage, and then David Duke try and walk up on stage, and then watch <laughs> Eddie Brock fight David Duke. On <laughs> that seventies racist. So seventies <laughs> racist. Oh my god, that actually legitimately works. <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, I think it's like a Duke triple pun. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we also got Best Actress. Now, this is the interesting one where we either have the movie that nobody has seen, but everyone seems to love. or Well, okay, except for Davey. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's a bad movie, and I don't like it. Well, I mean, you seem to be the one guy I know who's actually said that, to be fair. so It's just, it's it's not, like, awful. It's just so nothing. It's a nothing movie. Okay, but Davey, why don't you say then, so... What would you pick if it's not good? Well, do you think Glenn Close could still do it even if, I mean, still win even if she, you don't like the movie? Or do you feel someone's better? I think statistically Glenn Close will probably win because it's another leg- it's, a, it's another legacy Oscar situation. And I, I personally don't think she's that great in the movie. I think pretty much any of her other performances would be better. It's like when people were talking about Amy Adams winning for Vice. It's a fine performance by an actress far better than the role that she's nominated for. And if it were up to me in a perfect world, I would, if I had to choose, I would probably say either Olivia Coleman or Melissa McCarthy, but I'd be okay with any of the other four winning. With Glenn Close, it just very much feels like, oh, Glenn Close might die soon. Guess we got to give her an Oscar <laughs> for this. <laughs> and and oh I'm not saying gosh. that's how I'm thinking. I'm not saying that's how I'm thinking, but that's how a lot of these people yeah. think, especially when it comes to older women in these movies, is like, well... They're gonna they're gonna start running out of roles, so we might as well give them an Oscar while we still can. And it's sad because Glenn Close is a fantastic performer and deserves much better than having her Oscar have the wife on it. Yeah, it does seem weird where Best Actress has become that consolation prize category. Where like, yeah, Julian Moore, you get it for Still Alice, which is not your best performance, but hey, we'll give it to you anyways. So yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a perfect example. Yeah, a it's a point. fine performance in a movie that, at least personally, I think is okay at best. But it's a performance that is not worthy of the incredible talents of the actress. True, mm-hmm. true. All right, well then, um, let's see. London, why don't you say, uh, give your your thought? Um, honestly, this is this is kind of tough. I I heard really good things about Melissa McCarthy, like in um, Can You Forget? Oh, she's me? great. So yeah. like, she's good. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was kind of like, I kind of want, I'm kind of rooting for her, but um, I honestly, Davy, Davy, I think Davy's right. I mean, I think like Close is gonna win. I mean, that everything he said. It's unfortunate, but that's the politics of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree where I think that Glenn Close probably will win, but honestly, I think Olivia Coleman should win, because of the ones I've seen of these nominated performances, Olivia Coleman like, shocked me how good she was in that film. Because you think at first, like... She's amazing. Oh, yeah, because you think, like, oh, it's just some crazy woman performance, you know, she's just gonna be, like, you know, oh, I'm so helpless and that stuff, but she evolves throughout that movie. Like, like she, you know, she touched, like, a total one, uh, uh, 180 on you, where you're like, oh... Well, maybe she was the one who was was the favorite the entire time because she held all the power regardless. So, you know. If you want some more Olivia Coleman goodness, watch the first season of Broadchurch if you have. Oh, and watch the Night Manager. Yeah. She's great in that yeah, show Broadchurch too. Broadchurch is awesome. Ooh, I need to see that. Oh, so is that? Yeah. yeah, Night Manager is fantastic. Uh, Shaq, what do you think? 
Um, about Nightmare. I think, yeah, I agree. Stuff. I agree with you guys in the sense that like it's gonna be a legacy pick for Glenn Close, which is not like bad because she's a great actress. But yeah, it, it, this year honestly, I would actually give it a tie um, between Lady Gaga and Yelita Aparicio. because oh. at least with Ooh. Aparicio, at first I wasn't like I thought she was like good, but not super super great up until the second up until like halfway through the second act when some major shit happens and that's when i went no she's fucking incredible especially for her first role and as like a non-trained actress the shit she had to do in this and the emotions she had to bring out are fucking astounding and lady gaga is another case where it's like i never thought that you had this in you because like you're you're a solid Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. singer and performer but like i didn't think you could perform on this level with this much shit and so i love both of them so much like i can't decide between the two of them yeah it's gonna be hard to pick between them i agree so i i would not be upset with either of those either of them winning yeah um bradley yeah well i'm picking olivia coleman to win the reason is uh glenn close as it's been pointed out she's an incredible actress with an amazing career so clearly the reason she hasn't won is the Academy hates her and they'll continue to hate her on Oscar <laughs> night and she'll lose. <laughs> and that's my conspiracy behind that. All right. That's a normal way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my other picks. Irrational normal. conspiracy cynical yeah. views. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, I, it's weird where I feel like this is the one where I'm like, yeah, the one that everyone seems to be agreeing on is not the one I would personally pick myself, but, you know. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the situation here for Best Actor, too, where, I mean, again, the, the only one that I haven't seen of these nominated performances, of course, the one that everyone seems to be predicting to win, is Rami Malek, because, I mean, he's literally won every single category in this beforehand, so, I know, Dick, yeah, Christian Bale's won a couple times. fake-ass fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, so, the funny thing is, I, um, I, I bought my copy of Bohemian Rhapsody, because, you know, I, I just kind of... Why did you buy it? Because I'm a sucker, okay? <laughs> yes, you are! <laughs> no, I'm, you know... But you haven't watched it yet? No, I, I'm gonna watch it... You stream it? it? Uh, sorry, what? You couldn't just stream it? No. That's <laughs> physical media for life. Mm. Can I, I know physical rant? media for life, but you can make an exception for this shit. Nah. I want to go on a rant about this. Yeah, but and also Lexi likes it, so I figured we'd have a copy to own. Well, there so. you go. Yeah. Okay. If, yeah. If it's for your fiance, then fine. Yeah, that's, sure. But you know, that's the thing. It's like you know, I'm gonna give you know, I'm gonna give it a totally fair sh- chance and say, hey, if I like it, cool. If I don't, cool. I don't mind. I'm just trying to you know, just get my own opinion on it. But right. I will say that it's really distracting when you notice the teeth because I didn't think about that when I first saw the trailers, and then ever since you know you guys double toasted everyone else's pointed the teeth, I can't not look at the teeth now. I'm just like it's just so obvious. But I think he is going to win, and not for any good reason. Why? Just he's literally won every other category before this, every other competition before this. So. Yeah, but Christian Bale would be my alternative, even though I hated Vice. I'm just like, Christian Bale's really good at this movie. So, But then, uh, let's see. Uh, Sha- Shaq, why don't you tell me? Yeah. Here's the thing. I think uh, I agree that like Rami Malek is going to win. But give this shit to fucking Bradley Cooper. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, he's actually my favorite. I, I, he is, I think he's absolutely, like, I don't yeah. like, for the most part, I'm going to be honest, I don't like this list of nominees. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, um, but I, I can agree. Yeah, it's, I like all these actors, but some of these performances are all mostly just impersonations. Exactly, 
And I feel like they, if they don't give it to Remy Malik, they'll give it to Christian Bale because those are the two, the most showy and the most yeah. quote unquote transformational performances. Yeah. But I think Bradley Cooper's thing is so incredible, and vi- like I'm always I'm a sucker for the most part for like even though showy's great. I like a lot more subtle performances. Like that's why I was Me like, too. wait, Me that's too. why I was totally for Daniel Kaluuya winning last year when he should have, instead of like the super <laughs> showy Gary Oldman performance. See, because I was um, on the Gary Oldman Stone train. Really but... remembers or saw that movie? Yeah, but I think Brad- yeah, Bradley Cooper. You underestimate how good of a job he does because at the same time it's contrasted with Lady Gaga, because hers is more showy of the two of them. Yeah, but. He brings so much nuance and personality and like care and so much so much to the role that like yeah no he's absolutely the best of these five. No, I mean yeah, I, I would actually say yeah he's my personal favorite. Although it's funny too because I, I feel like I go back and forth on whether I like Showy or Natural because you know I was like I was saying Casey Affleck I thought was the best performance that year when he won, but then yeah exactly. yeah na- natural thing is natural is a weird thing with me. Yeah, like it depends on it depends on the character and the role. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So it, it's all relative, but yeah, no, I agree that this is a case where the guy who's the predicted front runner is not my favorite by a long shot. So, um, but then let's hear who else thinks that, about that. Uh, you know what, Davey, Why don't you go ahead? Uh, so I was shocked when Willem Dafoe got a nomination. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I saw for... Eternity's Gate. I'm like, that movie is kind of sucky, even though he's good in it. Um, but... should have been for Florida Project if he wins. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. First off, yes, the movie yes, is awesome. Yes. Second off, he is the best of the five. Um, wow. Bradley okay. Cooper is a close yes. second. Bradley Cooper is a close second. I love Bradley Cooper's performance. Um, if, but if it were if it were the Davy Awards. First off, they would give it to David Diggs, but if that can't happen, yes. it would be. Oh my god! Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it would him be. Him and Rafael Casal should be both in these. Uh, I agree. I right. Agree. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would, I would give it to Defoe. But here's the thing, and I'm I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a brief impression of the other three. Here's Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody. But what if I don't have time? <laughs> <laughs> and here's Viggo Mortensen. Here's Viggo Mortensen in Green Book. Hey, why are you all busting the mambals? Yo, yo, here's the fried chicken. You blacks love the fried chicken, right? Yeah. Which oh, is I'm funny gonna give the grease on the blankie. Vigo sounds just like the real dude, too, which is even. God, and that dude must be a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that dude must have been a real piece of shit because he's dead. Um, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> and no. here's and here's my and here's my Christian Bale advice. I'm a war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you gonna give it to? <laughs> they're gonna give it to. They're gonna give it to fucking teeth. <laughs> Ronnie Knox teeth. The, win the Oscar. Give it to Doctor Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> so who did you? Say, so you say Will Defoe is your preferred pick? Willem Dafoe is my preferred pick with Bradley Cooper in a close second. Rami Malek will win because God has left us. <laughs> it's like Dragon Age. The maker has left us to be alone. <laughs> well, I hope he comes back. Will God forgive us for what he has, for what we have done to his world? Yeah. <laughs> well, London, do you think God will forgive us or do you think he's going to curse us still? <laughs> um, I'm actually going to go with Vice. Uh, so I guess still cursed. Uh, <laughs> a, different, a different kind of curse, I guess. The curse of... Uh, Obesity? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that was that was the that was the plague that they like 
they, they left on the cutting room floor. They were like, ah, frogs are fat. And they were like, frogs. <laughs> what about fat frogs? <laughs> Ooh, shit. Just these big squishy frogs landing on the crowd. Jeez. All right, so you're saying Christian Bale? Yeah, I mean, he gained weight for the role, so they don't... <laughs> I mean, he's good. that 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 has been a thing where people won because of gaining weight or losing weight. So yeah. Listen, I'd like the best actor to go to a performance where the main character fucking crushes Oxy with the cowboy boot and snorts it on camera. <laughs> what? Yeah, just something interesting. That, can, can I? Rant? I want to rant about this. That was too. the wildest shit I've seen for some dude to get high. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's just about the image of the favorite too, where uh, with the rabbit, because I was like, ugh, ugh. I never oh, seen it yet, so ooh, I'm yeah, I'm now concerned great. for all rabbits in the movie. Seventeen. She rabbits. snorts a rabbit. He what's a rabbit? <laughs> oh, you're saying because they like they crush the oxy and snort. Yes. I was like, oh yeah, he cru- oh that would be no. That they crush and awful. snort a rabbit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's almost that bad. But <laughs> all yeah. right, and then uh, Bradley, did you give yours? Well, I'm just going to go on a quick rant, much like uh, David Yes, because you said you want to go on a rant. <laughs> yeah, I think Rami Malek's going to win this. I think his performance is fine. I think this was written by a coward, though, since there is nothing new said about <coughs> Freddy in this. There's nothing bold <coughs> said about Freddy. It's literally, it's a coward's movie. All right, I need to calm down. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep no, doing I'm it. I'm enjoying yes. this. <laughs> yes. Here, I'll sum it up for you. Oh my gosh, I really want to be a musician, and I sure love Mary. Oh good, I'm a musician now, and I, I, I sure love Mary. Hey, mates, let's play our music, because we're musicians. Also, I love Mary. Am I a homosexual? Well, even if I am, I love Mary. Time to go to Live Aid, people. Oh yeah, I have AIDS, but I also <laughs> love Mary. The end. What was that? That was a... Okay. Dude, the thing is, someone put it best when they said... This is better when it was called Walk Hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, it does every it's single Walk Hard trope. without jokes. Yeah, Walk Hard without jokes. But it's his performance is. I think he could have been an amazing Freddie Mercury if he had something to actually do, other than Oh boy, I shall sure love Mary, you guys, and I have big teeth. I'm not changing them. I mean, um, to be fair, they were very close to each other. I'm even sorry. That- yeah. But. That impression sounds like the Beatles in Walk Hard. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, John Lennon? <laughs> yeah, I'm I guess I guess my point is, um, like what you said, crushing oxycontin and snorting it. They're like, man, Freddie, you're out of control. And yeah, I sound like the Beatles. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're out of I'm control, Freddie. <laughs> he's like, I am out of control, and he has to say he is. It's like the Suicide Squad, where Harley Quinn kept saying, "We're bad, huh, guys." We don't see Smith, anything don't bad that Freddie does. Guys. We're the bad guys. <laughs> His partying is so mundane. His partying is like if you show up to like a Mormon's house and they're like, careful, the caffeine drinks are over here, but that's only for people who... I have who, been to way more know? fun Mormon parties than the party I saw in this movie. It, that's it's what I'm damn, saying. Yeah, that's it's, true. it's a dull, toothless, boring movie, and Rami Malek is a great actor who's given nothing. <laughs> and when he wins for it, God's going to come back to us if he goes up there and goes... I think this should go to Ethan Hawke. And that's my rant. I'm rant over. <laughs> oh, wait. You know what? Actually, yeah. I think, yeah, for um, for first reform, you're absolutely right. Oh, I he should have been nominated. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yay. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, Bradley. Thank you. <laughs> now we're all mad at Rami. <laughs> Rami, we, we love you, that, but yeah. <laughs> I love just, you, and I hope the last no, movie of Mr. Robot's good. great. 
Keep, but no, yeah, this movie much. fucking sucks. Keep doing Mr. <laughs> Robot and weird small movies and have fun in Night at the Museum 4, but don't do this shit. <laughs> Just don't make Papillon again, so... Don't work with Brian Singer ever again. Yeah, just in general, don't work with any pedophiles. That's a good. Oh yeah, no, he's been very outspoken about not not mentioning Brian Singer or talking about that experience. Oh no, no one will because the ghost of Freddie Mercury protected him from learning that the director of the movie that he is getting all these awards for raped children. Yeah. Oh, Uh, on that depressing note, let's switch on to another category. Uh, let's talk about best. Sorry, direct- I, I held that in for like an hour and a half. I'm sorry. I know. So the final two categories here we have best director. Um, now again, it's Coron, right? Alfonso Coron. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so. Maybe Spike Lee. You know what? I think the thing is, Alfonso has one, right? He got one yeah, for Gravity. Yeah. yeah. So they might give it to Spike on the basis of like, listen, this is long overdue. Granted, this is another one of those cases where it's like Glenn Close, where this is a legacy pick for a thing that's not even close to your best movie. But at the same time, it's like they'll give it as a moment, which this I'm, is, not, I'm not against Spike Lee finally getting one of these. This is their we're so sorry about do the right thing award. Yeah. Eh, maybe. Oh, that would be cool. I, yeah. I mean, I think the if it wins it after screenplay, that might be it's overdue, but you know. <clears throat> that could that could work as well. Yeah, but then um, it's it's one or the other, but it's getting one of the two. Yeah, probably. So then, um, but yeah, so it sounds like both of you saying Coron should, uh, or 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 Spike Lee. Sorry, sorry, Spike Lee. Right? I think, I think Spike Lee will. Um, out of these five, I'm still livid at Barry Jenkins not getting in here. I agree. But, yep. Uh, I wouldn't be against. Yeah, I wouldn't be against Coron or Spike winning. Hell, I wouldn't even be against. Like, I wouldn't be against any one of these really because I have no dogs in this fight. <laughs> oh yeah, you haven't seen a lot of these ones, so the thing is, no, I haven't. I've literally only seen Roma and Clansman out of these five, and I wanted to see Cold War because, like, I saw the trailers before before Roma actually, and I was like, okay, you know, this looks interesting. Oh yeah, no, the indie theater I went to when I visited Lexi for Christmas, literally after every movie we saw, the, the, the trailer for Cold War was playing because they advertised the heck out of that movie for the indie yeah, theater dude. crowd, <laughs> and it's such a good trailer too. Oh, it is. It's beautiful. It I, is. It's a really good trailer. I'll give it that. I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be great. But, um, you know, that's actually kind of why I'm saying that I think Quaron is probably going to win because he's won almost every single competition that he's been in for this. But my actually my alternatives, because Spike Lee, yeah, I get I get the legacy argument and that could be reasonable. But I think Pavel Polakowski, sorry, Pavel Polakowski is a potential like dark horse in this one where I'm just like, I would be so happy. I doubt it. I, I'm just saying I doubt it. But the fact that he overcame a lot of other directors to get in this slot, you know, I'm just like, wow, his film was even nominated for best picture and he got in for best director, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, Powell is my personal choice, but I think Spike Lee is going to get it. All right. Personally. Then, uh, London. Um, I think of uh, ice is going to win because of, uh, you know, Christian Bale gained weight for the role. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Adam McKay is like that. Be the argument for every single. I love, I love being on a recording with London because you cannot tell when he's doing a bit until the bit is over. Okay, but all right, all all kidding aside. um... (laughs) Um... I did not expect that. (laughs) I'm so happy. (laughs) Okay. Um. I think Roma's gonna win 
And uh, I think, honestly, I think the favorite is a good second. There's a lot of nice, um, interesting camera tricks they use. So. Oh, I mean, just the, the whole style of the favorite is so insane. Where you're like, yeah, it's, you know, like mm-hmm. 16th, 17th century London mixed with tons of anachronistic stuff throughout it. You know, with the fish-eyed lenses and the polka dot costumes. You're just like, <laughs> some inspired yeah, craziness. Temper tantrums. Yeah. yeah, the breakdancing sequence. Yeah, that was so fun. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, how did you make fisheye lenses not look ugly? Like, that's in pre- that's incredible enough in and of itself. Oh yeah, no, Shaq, I really want you to see this one just to see the craziness they put in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'll look. I, it's all it's out on it's like on digital and shit now, so I, I probably will actually end up seeing it before the Oscars. Nice. Yeah. No. And then, um, Bradley. Uh, for directing, I'm going safe again with Alfonso Cuaron. Roma's pretty much dominating my list, and hopefully, uh, hopefully it pays off for me. But Spike Lee would be an amazing surprise, so I'd be happy to see that too. Yeah, absolutely. All right, finally, at the end of this podcast, we have Best Picture. So, um, this is an interesting list of nominees that we'll have to... God, sp- I, fucking, I hate this fucking list so much. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, usually I'm like, okay, I predicted all these nominees, but none of them are all my, f- you know, not my favorites of the, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, I mean, especially because, you know, again, I was the guy championing stuff like Leave No Trace and other indie films that nobody freaking watches. I watched it and it was great. No, I know, but I'm just saying most of the audience doesn't watch it, you know? I'm just like, Ugh. Literally... <laughs> the only one of these, only one of these, was in my top ten, and that's because of extreme personal bias. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, and that's the thing. It's like where, you know. So for people who don't know, I had a bet um, that I placed with um, uh, Alan from the Double Toasted uh, community, where yeah. Alan is convinced that Black Panther is going to win Best Picture, and <laughs> I, I decided that Roma is going to win Best Picture, and so whoever wins, they have to force the other person to watch a movie of their pick. So, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay. that's our bet, and I'm going to say, I'm still putting my money where my mouth is, I say Roma's going to win, and uh, Alan, you are a fool. <laughs> but... Oh, Alan's a goddamn fool. That being said, <laughs> out of the two of y'all, I'm rooting for Alan because I want Black Panther to win. <laughs> will it win? Absolutely not. But I think Roma will win, which I'm not against. There's yeah. really only two of these that I'm against, and that's the ones we've been ragging on. Uh, the ones, oh, one of them, you've been, uh, Justin's like, no, this is a good movie, guys. Or I not. liked it. Uh, fucking Green Book. And the other one, we're all like, no, fuck this. Yeah, Green Book actually made my top ten, believe it or not, so. Exactly, oh, that... that's what I mean. I know, I believe it, for sure. But. <laughs> I cannot wait for this year to be over. <laughs> yeah, this, dude, this, this is a testament to how shitty this Oscar season's been. Like, completely. Which is weird, because this year for movies has been great, but yeah, somehow the awards season just totally missed the mark and some other really good nominees, you know? Yeah, like, Tony Collette should... We should all be collectively saying Tony Collette has the fucking Oscar in her hand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I agree. No, even Honest Trailers called out how that was such a huge n- snub, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, so then, um... Alright, so let's see, then... London, what do you think? Oh, okay. Well, um... Uh, let's see. Uh, I really want the favorite, but I don't know. I'm, I'm actually, I think it's going to be Roma uh, because, you know, it's RC is beautiful and, and all that. But I think if God is truly dead, um, I think it's going to be a surprise oh, win and Christopher Robin's going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wasn't even nominated. Thank you. And he's going to turn to the oh, camera brother. and just give a middle finger and say, London, this is for you. <laughs> a, a big old felt rubber uh, middle yeah. finger. Who yeah. doesn't even have fingers? Yeah, so it'd have to be the rabbit. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Well, oh, d- 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 dear, he's flipping someone off. Yeah. So then, uh, Shaq, I think you said Roma, right? Or, or I did. I said I said Roma will win. Black Panther should win. Yeah. And then uh, Bradley. Yeah, I have Roma as the winner. Or um, even sorry, Bl- uh, Star is born also. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I would Actually, like for that yeah. to win. That's my second or third or whatever. Top three is basically the like Roma, Black Panther, Star is born. Any of those three. I would be content, mainly content with. Alrighty, and then Bradley. Yeah, I have Roma winning. I've seen all of these except Vice and Green Book. Um, the favorite is my favorite of them. I wouldn't mind any of them winning except uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and that's I know that's mean because it is fun just to have it on to hear Queen playing. But guys, come on, we got iTunes for that, you know, <laughs> and Spotify. Yeah, and iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. There's so many other venues where you can hear. Freddie Mercury. You don't have to put on a bland movie, you, you know. And that's Freddie the thing. Mercury. It's not a bad movie. It's just so bland and has nothing to say, and that's why it's irritating to see it here. Yeah. And then, last but not least, Mr. Davy. Last but definitely least. Um, <laughs> I I would be okay if the favorite Star Is Born, Black Klansman, or Roma won. I'd also I wouldn't be. St- thrilled if black panther won because comic book movies not crazy about them <laughs> the, yeah you know what i also support it just as a fuck you to you <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that's fair but i also don't like most comic book movies or like i like them i don't think they're great um i here's the thing bohemian rhapsody is not gonna win because it does not have good reviews and most people do not like it vice is same thing like if the reviews are that meh I don't see it winning. I don't see Green Book winning because only twice in the past, twice of this century, has the Toronto's People's Choice winner won Best Picture because the Toronto's People's Choice is often the like second or third film that people. The, the thing, yeah, they're usually like the one of the like people that they look out for in awards contention, and it gets a lot of nominations. In terms of wins, it's that's inconsistent. Yeah, although yeah. it did win the Producers Guild, so. Yeah, yeah that's and that I mean. and that's true, and that does throw a wrench in it. It's because you look at like slum because people looked at Slumdog. That's why. Uh, yeah, yeah. Slumdog is honestly the big, the big thing that throws a wrench in that theory. And I know that the st- stats are saying Roma, but it is still a foreign film in black and white that aired on Netflix. Those are three things that the Academy does not like in a Best Picture winner. Which, that's the weird thing. That that's probably the one movie they will have most likely seen because everyone has a Netflix account, you know? Exactly. But it has yeah. unknown actors, and even though the actors are supporting Roma with the two nominations, I don't think I don't think that Roma's going to get it. I think it's going to be Black Klansman. Wow. Ooh. That's a bold choice. Yeah. Surprise. I, I, I still think Black Klansman's going to win. Okay. Well, wow. We're uh, and then we're... Uh, David Duke will accept the award. <laughs> yeah, and and again, and then I want the entire cast of Black Landsman to fight him on stage live on ABC. <laughs> Just destroy him. Yeah. Make it no. awesome world star shit. No, bring, no, bring oh the, my gosh. the, the, the Black Clansman the Monday and after. Black I'm sorry. The Monday after would have people like, "Is it wrong to kill a piece of shit on stage?" <laughs> and they will be like, "Yes." Yes, it is fine. 
that guy in jail. Um, yeah. Good job, everybody. Because the KKK <laughs> permutates all over fucking modern government. Anyway, yeah. now let's move on to to. Oh yeah, wait, never mind. We're done. <laughs> that's, that's it. What's the other category, Shaq? It's like, oh shit, I'm trying to find a segue. Um, um, um. Uh, who do you think is gonna host this? Okay, you know, here's the thing. What, what's the one thing that you're looking forward to the most at the actual ceremony this year? Let's just start with that, Shaq. What do you think is like the one thing you want to see happen at the ceremony? Oh, I want. I've already said if if any of the the. You know, I'll, to quote Miss Issa Rae, I'm rooting for everybody black. So black people, any black people who end up be like, yes, it's a win for me. <laughs> <laughs> aside, aside from Green Book. <laughs> but the one black guy in Green Book is the best part of that movie. I know, but that's like saying you're like the fastest turtle. Like that doesn't mean shit. Jeez. I don't. Come on, support your black. I'm not going to argue because I Come don't on. think I know how to. Fastest uh, turtle is. Yeah. The fastest turtle is Leonardo, right? We all agree on that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and actually I was talking to somebody else about this too where I'm like, hey, you know what? It's kind of cool to see that a, you know, a potential double Oscar winner will be a black male who is a Muslim. That would be, you know, that would be. Really... That, 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 in that sense, that is cool. Yeah. 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 So. I, I mean, hey, maybe triple. He might win for Elite Battle Angel ah. next year. <laughs> He's so great. He so movie. cool in that movie. Uh, that movie's it's fun, but it's so stupid. Oh, I hate that movie with a fire. Like, I don't blame you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, that's Although, the hardest thing about anime, you guys. Is I love anime, but when someone's like, "Oh, well, what's that anime you're watching about?" That's when your mind's like, "You know, you're about to spout a bunch of nonsense that's just drug-induced garbage, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but here we go." As much of a fucking complete and total mess Alita is. It's still the best anime adaptation we've gotten in years. I, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, like Speed Racer is probably the best one in terms of just like accuracy to what it is. Um, but like, <laughs> even then, I don't like Speed Racer. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, it's like that, there's nothing even remotely close to Speed Racer with the actual cartoons, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, dude, uh, it's. I, I liked it more than I thought it would, but I came up with bottom of the barrel expectations. But yeah, <laughs> I don't blame anyone for hating it because it's fucking mess. Yeah. No, but then, uh, Davey, anything else you want to see at the ceremony or you think will happen? I want a camera to be constantly on Spike Lee. <laughs> because I know that some bullshit's gonna happen, and I want just a twenty. I just want the entire ceremony to just have a camera filmed directly on Spike Lee's face, so we can see the reactions that he has. I just want to see him wear his Knicks hat like he does in all of his uh, basketball games. I, I want him to wear his Knicks hat, and this is this would be the only way that I'd be comfortable with Green Book winning Best Picture is if they have a camera on Spike Lee, so we can watch Spike Lee get up from his seat. Flip off the stage and walk out in the middle of the ceremony because that's what would happen. Oh my god, that I would, would be, love that so much. That would be a sight to see for sure. It would be. Well then, uh, London, what's something you want to see at the ceremony? Well, you know, um, I'm going to be looking forward to the commercials. Uh, you know, because uh, Oscar commercials like Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, sometimes they release movie trailers that nobody's seen yet, so that is true. Yeah, no, they're gonna have a new award. Um, you know, uh, best uh, worst decision made during the formation of the Oscars is gonna be just like <laughs> the commercial. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't know. I mean, I'm just gonna look forward to just seeing them like just that weird pause of the time when the host was supposed to be there. 
<laughs> the camera's on and nobody's on stage. They're like, uh An empty podium. <laughs> and everyone just stares blankly for like three minutes yeah. when there's supposed to be a monologue. That would be great. How are we supposed to feel? <laughs> they just look at the podium just like, wait, where's Kimmel? <laughs> uh, Bradley. Uh, me and my wife always like to watch the fashion, so we always look forward to that. See what's ah, in, what's in style. <laughs> Who you are know. you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing a Versace Gucci Armani, and you know it's like. And wow. you're like, I can't tell it's another fucking black suit. <laughs> yeah. At least for the guys, like it's another fucking black suit. Who gives? A you fuck? know, I think uh, who was it? Uh, I want to say the <laughs> yeah. um, the lady who was the mom in Silver Nighty's playbook, uh, Jackie Weaver. I think she said yeah. that where she's like, you know, what, uh, who are you wearing or what are you wearing? She's like. I don't know. I just found this in my closet. (laughs) Well, it's always fun, too, to see, like, one of the actors show up, like, bald, and then everyone assume, oh, what cancer patient are you playing in a future project? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, on that note, I want to see someone just come in with a crazy gonzo fashion. Like, I don't know, like, um, what's her name? Bjork, where she came in with the swan. Yeah, like Bjork in the dead swan dress. Or or when uh, (laughs) Trey Parker and Matt Stone came tripping their balls off oh yeah that was so fun. <laughs> apparently they regret doing that a lot these days they're just like i yeah i would too but it's <laughs> funny for regrets me their past it's normal oh <laughs> uh, that'd be great yeah no i think the one thing i want to see the ceremony come on muppets muppets on the ceremony so they should have been the host from the jump right yeah yeah oh, that's a good oh I, man that's a good idea yeah. yeah, no, seriously. That's the thing. When they started teasing that around, it was like, oh, we should have the Muppets host the Oscars. I'm like, you know what? I would say that's ludicrous, but the more I think about it, I think that'd be really, really fun to just show. Dude, it's Mupp- on ABC. You might They still have the Muppets license. They might as well. Dude, if yeah. they just surprised yeah. everybody, just go like, yeah, the Muppets are going to host this year, I would be ecstatic. You know, just like a last minute reveal. You know? Just Statler and Waldorf out Ricky Gervais saying Ricky Gervais. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to hear one of the Muppets introduce uh, the live action shorts. Oh my god. (laughs) Detainment is the epic story of a dead child. (laughs) And Fob is also the story of a dead child. (laughs) Why are there so many noms about dead kids? They're buried. Period end of sentence. (laughs) They'll get get fucking Cookie Monster. Like, they'll cross over Sesame Street and they'll get Cookie Monster talking about Black Klansmen. (laughs) (laughs) Me like Spike Lee. (laughs) Likes cookies and hates the clan. (laughs) (laughs) No cookie at clan meeting. We are writing your ceremony for you. Clan meeting has cookies. We're writing your ceremony for you, Oscars. Come on. This this is gold. I also love it because I saw um, Harris O'Malley, uh, Dr. Nerdlove, talking about that, too, with, like, Statner Waldorf commenting. And it's just like, oh, I heard that Thanos could wipe out half the universe. Yeah? Could wipe out half the ceremony, could he? But no, you get, you get Cookie Monster to be like, wait, the clan meeting has cookies? Maybe we can talk it out, and then it becomes Green Book. Maybe, maybe, let's see what they're all about. <laughs> Oh wait, have the Muppets in the in the little Oscar skits that they have? Oh, <laughs> you know, actually, you know, one thing that I'm glad about that's not happening is those shitty fucking sketches that uh, that Jimmy Kimmel does, where he involves quote unquote everyday people. Yeah, no, they made a big point those, saying we are having no normal people on stage. Those sucks. So no hard. more poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here does here does hang out with the poor. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because then it's like, oh yeah, we love Gary from Chicago. Except it's like, oh, isn't he a sex offender? It's like, wow. I mean, it's like, ooh, <laughs> shit. 
Maybe, maybe you should vet yeah. the common folk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's cool if they, they have common folk, but not on TV. And for us to see, that should just be something fun that they have to have, not to film and show out yeah. and show off. Yeah. You know? Although that was one of the best moments when they showed the theater for um, uh, Wrinkle in Time and everyone was like asleep. <laughs> <That's weird. Yeah. laughs> Wrinkle in Time wasn't that bad. It was that bad. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. I haven't seen it, but I've read the book. There it is. <laughs> Dude, Everyone the, take I a hate drink. That book. I, I read it in high school and I hated it. I okay, hate the, that oh, book too. It's honestly. about love, uh, you guys. Okay, the book. The book is a masterpiece. Like yeah. you don't the have to like a movie. masterpiece. I'm the movie. Fuck that book. Also, fuck Charles Wallace because he's the worst. <laughs> yeah, Charles Wallace oh, is Charles a dick. Wallace. No, he's practically autistic, you guys. That's the point. Love. Yeah, but they didn't love. know how to write autistic characters in the 60s, so they just made him an asshole. No, you're, you're right. That's true. Thank you. Well, thank you guys very much for that. Uh, yeah, so tune in this Sunday, and then we'll be back to just give our final episode, recapping our thoughts, who were happy ones. Season finale. Were, yeah, <laughs> the season, on, the, on the season finale of the <laughs> Eye on the Prize. One of these men will die. <laughs> and it will be. Because of how shitty their picks were. <laughs> and it will be Davey. <laughs> Honestly, I'll probably be drunk. Oh well, that okay. Be interesting. Dude, I'm going just, to an Oscar party, so yes, I probably actually will be. Oh no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be just like Bohemian Rhapsody one as I pound absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be in Utah with Lexi, so I'll be able to comment there. We can just have a running commentary between the two of us. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd like that. Oh, I do too. But um, yeah, just quickly, uh, Shaq, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the, all the interwebs at the, at the usual social media spots, Shock Excellence, SHK Excellence. You can find me over here on oneofus.net on other shit. Also, go check out Sequels, my other podcast is talking about director video sequels to shit. Uh, it's Sequels with two E's, and we have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page, so go follow those on all those pages, and yeah. Yeah, which I just liked your Facebook page the other day, so yeah. Yes, thank you. Share it to your friends. Let, spread the word. Absolutely. Uh, Our new episode should be coming out like really, really soonish, if not by the time this episode comes out. Awesomeness. Uh, London, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter at Narrative Exam. Um, I'm also getting my site up, talknarrative.com, where I talk about all things storytelling, uh, screenwriting, novels, fiction, whatever it is I talk, I discuss it, the writing aspect. And um, you can also check out check me out here, oneofus.net. Also, I have more screenwriting articles, centered articles on the Script Lab. So check me out there, too. Nice, nice. Uh, Davey, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Davey Peppers. You can find most of my work here on oneofus.net. And as well, you can find some articles that I've written on crookedmarquee.com. And I have a project coming out soon, The Game Mechanics, which is going to be a YouTube video series analyzing narrative gameplay and industry questions in video games dude i would totally go on that with you if you need anyone help because i love talking about game narrative stuff so (laughs) yeah if we end up doing any longer form stuff absolutely absolutely no uh bradley i'm at bradley of martin on twitter um i'm on the screener squad what else i am the prize which i am on now (laughs) (sighs) I, Listen to I Eye on the Prize, guys. This new on. podcast. Check it out if you're not already listening to it. If you're listening to this first yeah. before the rest of the show, what the fuck's wrong with you? I just and I just played a random podcast on the One of Us channel. I, <laughs> we'll see what it lands. No, it's just weird to hear all you guys got this stuff going on, and I'm like, well, I'm just an old man they invited to talk with them, so... 
Thanks. <laughs> but we love I'll you for I'll be posting it. my um, stone tablet of choices <laughs> on the, uh, the Facebook and on my Twitter. So please uh, print out and follow along with us. That certainly would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm actually going to. Um, I'm thinking of putting it on um, my post when I put up the Oscar predictions uh, and with this podcast, uh, this page as well. So oh, excellent. And if you're confused about my pretty much Vegas looking point sheet. Just give me a DM or I'll explain it. Yeah, we might have to talk about that one. So. But, um, yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's to prevent ties. But. Atta- attached to the picture of this tablet, you will see a picture of Charlton Heston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, and yeah, you can find me here, Screener Squad, Breakfast Pub, and last day, uh, Final Days of Gotham. We got a new episode of that coming out this next weekend, and uh, honestly, Gotham's been so much fun. It's insane and goofy, but I love it. So, um, but yeah, thank you all for listening, and uh, yeah, tune in next week for when we what we think about you know however this Oscar night's going to turn out. So, see ya. Bye. 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 This shit's going to be a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs>